Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast, or uh, I guess today we call it Battle Buddies, right? Yep. Because we got a med, yep. and we got uh, Edgy, <laughs> Edgy <laughs> Gorm. All right, guys. So, before we get started, just, just pour it. What is that? All right. This is a uh, Blanton's Gold, which uh, can only be purchased in Europe, but it's made here. <laughs> it's a, what is it, a bourbon? It is a bourbon, yes. Wait, so it's made here? Yeah. It's made in uh, Kentucky? Yeah, because it's, um, it's bourbon. Well, yeah, yeah. bourbon. There's a horse on there. Huh? There's a horse on it. Yeah, that's European. Oh, well, that's for the Kentucky Derby. What is it? So the gold, I don't know specifically why, but the gold is made here and only sold in Europe. So the bottle has to come back in order for anywhere in Europe? I don't know about everywhere in Europe, but I would assume so, yes. Where did you get it? The internet is a powerful thing. Okay. Yeah, actually, we have a... You ever heard of God? What's it called? My dad has this alcohol from uh, Germany, and uh, basically it translates to like pepper air mm-hmm. or something. And it's you can only get it from this really sketchy German website, <laughs> dude. It's the it's the worst. Every time we bring it out at a party, we just use it kind of as like a, a punishment thing. Mm-hmm. But dude, it is so bad. Hang on, dark web. It's a lower proof. 51.5% huh. alcohol good. by volume. So it's really smooth. Ahmed doesn't drink. Nope. He does not. What does it say on the glass? Uh, Glencairn glass. That's the type of glass it is. Glencairn? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, you're like super into, you're like super, super into drinking. I, I'm into drinking different bourbons, yeah. Different bourbons? Yeah. Yeah, you went to an event, didn't you? Uh, No. Didn't? No, there was one last year, but I didn't go to it. It's a bourbon barbecue. They usually happens here in Charlotte. What do you call a place that makes bourbon? Because like whiskey, distillery. whiskey distillery. plays distillery. Distillery. Yeah. Distillery. Yeah. Okay, that's that's whiskey. Bourbon is a type of whiskey. Is it? Yeah, yeah whiskey okay. is made from uh, from grain. So then, what's scotch? Scotch is a type of whiskey. Okay, so scotch, scotch is uh, like Scottish whiskey. Right. Okay. So all bourbon is whiskey, but yeah. all whiskey is not, not bourbon. bourbon. So the, yeah. the full name of bourbon is bourbon whiskey. And okay. then you got Irish whiskey, Scotch whiskey. Um, you got, I mean, there's. People say there's American whiskey, but that's basically yeah. just Tennessee or bourbon. Right. And then they got uh, Canadian whiskey and Japanese whiskey. You ever had Japanese whiskey? I've had Japanese whiskey, yeah. You like it? Yeah, I like it. It's really? pretty good. I don't really prefer it. Yeah. Why? You, that's because Max doesn't like Japanese people. Oh, okay. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. You don't derail the podcast before it starts now. We'll talk about it later. No, let's talk about it now. You started it. Let's talk about it now. So... Did did he tell you about the text he sent me? He sent me the text about getting you on, and he wanted to talk about um, jabronis in the gym. Okay. No, 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 not jabronis in the gym. Did you specifically BJJ jabron like behavior? Oh, jabron like behavior. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, yeah. so not nobody specific. MMA. Just, um, yakuza. Some, yakuza. Yeah, which else. he did send me that he didn't send me the same one text message he sent you, but I was like, all right, so I'll listen to the yakuza part, but I have. Very, I think you'll have stuff to say. I mean, I probably have more tattoos than both of you put together. I have but one. That's as far you then I definitely I don't think do. you even have one. But that's as far as that that's as far yeah. as, as my Yakuza religion. knowledge goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do you want to hear the interesting thing about the Yakuza tattoos? Sure. So are you gonna tell us how they get it on their butt? Or? Well they get it they get it they get it as much as their bodies they can. And so there's 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 a couple of different things about it. So I've been reading about Yakuza and then I've been watching a lot of YouTube 
videos about it. Um, I just got a new book in the. Was this just like a YouTube hole you got into? Mm-hmm. And and um. And then the analytics just got and you going. Wikipedia. Wikipedia can oh. jump in like something. Yeah, but anybody can edit that. Yeah. So well, nice. yeah, that's true. But usually they they cite them at the end, right? They cite their sources. I mean, if yeah. I'm a troll, I'm writing on there that you weigh 300 pounds and not citing myself. But on don't it. you have to have like specific? You not oh, any jabron can get on there. You have to have. Well, if if no one catches it, yeah, then because yeah. Wikipedia will they'll like censor shit and they'll yeah. they'll actually like you know go through it, but not everything is caught. Like the freaking uh, hmm. what's his name, Francis Ngannou, when he fought Ophirim. Yeah. For he the rec- for the record, where it says method of how he beat him, mm-hmm. it was like um decapitation or something <laughs> and it stayed like that for like a month because yeah. no one really caught on it yeah yeah the brock uh, lesnar one it said he kicked him in the diverticulitis that's pretty good i was like, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> was like so, too soon too soon so why they get tattoos well there are a couple of different things is like it it's it's supposed to tell their their life story and the things that they've gone through through the images of like japanese lore you know kind of mm-hmm. uh, uh depictions of different illustrations like murals yeah and but the other big piece is <clears throat> one is it it the there it shows how rich they are because they're expensive to get yeah they're super expensive to get there the specifically the type of tattoos they're getting and what they're doing is they're just taking like a, a really sharp needle dipping in different ink and keep yeah. on and like and basically poking holes into the person's body yeah, not, it's not just there. like a constant. It's just boom. so it's not like Ange- like Angela Gina Jolie. When yeah, she got yeah, the like, Taiwan. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, same it's process. very and so it's and so it's really painful. That takes a long. Time. Yeah, it's very long time, and it's it's really really painful, and they're so they're trying to show how tough they are, and then the other big piece is like, well, the other thing that's interesting about it, speaking of alcohol, they're heavy drinkers, right? Yeah, they drink a lot, and um, I think it's just Asian people do. No, nah, but obviously they're they're into the nightlife. They're in the you know the red light district and all that shit. What makes it? How do you know he's not into it? Because he's not Japanese. Yeah, he kind of touche. You know. um, <laughs> uh, you're so so anyway. But the big thing is they because the tattoos that the ink is so dense into their bodies, mm-hmm. it clogs up their pores. So it's when they when they drink, it's hard for them to sweat out as much, and so they they get they tend to have a lot more liver failure than other alcoholics. That makes sense. And so yeah, so like they're always looking for, you know, um, to buy liver transplants. Oh, yeah. There's okay. one story about pretty interesting about one of the uh, a boss a yakuza boss in Japan who really needed a liver transplant, but he couldn't leave the country. Um, somehow he got to L.A. He bought his way to L.A. With two with two of his underlings who also needed liver transplants, <laughs> <laughs> they all they were all there for liver transplants, <clears throat> and and they got they got into UCLA Medical right the 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 medical center at UCLA somehow they got the hookup and essentially bought their liver transplants and so they were they were he was like number eighty on the list yeah. and all of a sudden it took him six weeks to get a liver transplant which is I don't know anything about the one. liver transplant like yeah. process or this anything. Speculation, but it, and certainly that's fucking quick, <laughs> right? So like people could be on. I it. mean, it's, it's got to be quick, pretty quick. Yeah. My uncle Legally. got a liver transplant, yeah. and it took him like four years to wait. So he was going through some shit to, yeah. to get to it. So this guy jumped within six weeks, paid a million dollars for him, million dollars for two of his underlings each, and um, UCLA was under investigation for for the uh, liver transplant for the liver transplants and for taking the money. I mean, at that point, you can't take it back. You can't be like, hey, get back on the table so we yeah. can switch it back. Well, he got it and he was out. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he dipped straight yeah. back to Japan, probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, 
do you have to go through similar to like kidney failure? You have to go through dialysis. Probably. I, mean, I don't know for liver. Because the liver liver regulates uh, blood. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I think you I have to have some type of machine that helps you with like getting toxins out. Is that right? Yeah. No, that's it's getting toxins out. You get toxins out with liver. Hey, damn it, I'm I'm not a I'm not a doctor. None, it's a pretty no. freaking. But important. I play one on this podcast. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's, it's it's super important to the body, you right. know, especially for alcohol drinkers. Yeah, but, but the liver is the only organ that'll regenerate itself. That's yeah. true, but there's, to, there's a a extent, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. I mean, like ninety nine percent of it is. That's because there's a lot of shit going <laughs> through it. Lungs yeah. will lungs will ju- regenerate too. Not the full lung. Though. I think if you stop smoking at a certain within a certain time, you can you can reverse whatever you did, but you can really mess somebody up if you hit them with a lever shot. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not as important like as a heart or anything, but yeah, you know, you'll, you'll I think die it's, about it. Yeah, it's probably like the third most important organ really you think so heart brain and what well maybe not even brain you don't even need the brain you could still live Mm, you kind of need the brain brain dead i'm just saying like could you get the keep you get the body living no the butt no you can't live without a brain because we're talking about if it just stopped doing what it's supposed to be doing correct you can't you can be you can be in a vegetative state being brain dead or in a coma but you're not breathing on your own. so in this scenario we're in the hospital and there's like a machine keeping us alive yeah you're not breathing on your own Mm. yeah because if you don't have your brain your brain's not doing any of that that's like sort of like subconscious shit or like the uh what is it the lymphatic water i don't know so basically you're saying your brain is commanding the rest of your yeah Yeah. so i know one thing the last thing so when I don't know. I forgot how I know this, but the, the last thing that goes out, most people think it's like your gag reflex before they designate you as brain dead. Uh, it's actually uh, your ability to take a breath. So if they are thinking that you're brain dead, yep. they'll they'll take you off the vent, ventilator, I think it is, mm-hmm. breathing machine, and they'll let your, the carbon dioxide get to a certain level in your blood. Then they'll put you back on. They'll take the blood out before. They test it and they check to see what the carbon dioxide level was. Mm-hmm. And your brain is the last thing your brain tells you to do is to take a breath. That's why people drown. So if you're underwater and let's say you can hold your breath for a minute, as soon as you hit that, the, your carbon dioxide hits a certain level. You start breathing water. Your, right? Yeah, your body just automatically breathes in, and that's yeah. when all the water rushes in and you drown. Yeah, I, w- I would think brain, then heart, then lungs, because. The brain commands everything, and then the heart fuels everything, but then the lungs fuels you. Rest of your body. Yeah. And so, I, I, I mean, maybe the liver's like fourth or fifth. You know, it's definitely not top three. Yeah. I don't want to lose it. It's not the top three. <laughs> so wait, let me jump back for a second. So, in your in your research of this. Mm-hmm. Of the, the Yakuza? Yeah, like after, de- I mean, they've been around for, would it be centuries now or decades? They've been around for centuries. Okay, so, centuries. So, start... Start, they're saying probably around 17th century, and they, well, but it wasn't like they weren't known as Yakuza then, but right? They, so, but, but like at this point or this day and age, they wouldn't have been like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't get these full body tattoos because our livers are or drink as much. They're there, you're starting to see less of like the tattoos and less of like the um where they're cutting off their fingers and stuff like that. Yeah, go into that in a second after you explain. Yeah, it. but they're saying they're just saying they're 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 basically trying to blend in a little bit more into society and they are part of Japanese society. Like it's mm-hmm. really a lot of different parts of the country just accept them and it's Yeah, just I mean who there's they are. there's certain villages and, and towns where the yakuza are the police. 
Mm, like okay. you don't yeah. go to the police when you have an issue. You go to the accuser because they'll deal with it faster. Right. Oh, okay. Like, but there right are policemen. There. Yeah. There, there, there's like you know law enforcement, but the yakuza deal with things faster in those certain villages and towns because you know they own everything, they run everything, and if something goes wrong, you know it, it messes up business. Right. So they gotta yeah. they gotta go in there and correct it. Um, and they, they do they do good things for like the communities that yeah. they serve. However, they're still gangsters. And so they still do crime. So they're still doing. Oh, they got to make their money. Yeah, yeah their money. Yeah. They're do, they're into they're in the um, they're into drugs. They're into trafficking, extortion, human trafficking, yeah. which is weird because Jap- Japan has, um, but not has, organ trafficking, even though they no. need organs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so right. so they definitely they they definitely um, Japan has like one of the lowest murder rates in the in the world, um, just in general. Just they just have a really really low murder rate. However, their their trafficking, their human trafficking um, through the roof. rate is really high. So they're into that. They're into money laundering. And they're into drugs. And they're into gambling. Um, so they're still doing all that stuff. But yet, what Matt's, Matt's talking about, they absolutely protect the certain communities. And it's just how they got their start in it. Hmm. How, how did they start? Do you know? Did you look down? Uh, so there's different... Um, there's different uh, takes on it. But it looks like most of them say that... They formed from um, in the set, late 17th century um, Ronin. Yeah. So, hence the Ronin Simpson podcast. Plug, <laughs> plug. Uh, <laughs> samurai, <laughs> samurai that basically were um, didn't have masters. Didn't, didn't have, have masters. Yeah, and so um, there was two. There was two trains of thought. There's these these Ronin that just didn't have masters, and they needed to figure out a way to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So that was so they found villages to like, quote unquote, protect and extort. Right, communities to protect and export, and then the other one was there is a group of samurai within a particular. They didn't say which village or community that it was or town, but they were they they got their start protecting the villagers and the communities they serve from Ronin who were attacking those communities. So it's the opposite. The opposite, the exact opposite. So and but I think majority of them say it's option number one. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's similar to uh, the triads. Because the triads, when they first started, um, they're called the triads, for those of you that don't know. We because, talked about the triads last time we were on. Yeah. <laughs> so they're called the triads because there used to be three secret societies. Okay. And so each, like, three triads. Yeah. Um, and they were actually, like, legit secret societies. Like, like basically, you, you had to either buy your way in or earn your way in. And they were, like, good things. Like, if you if you were in the triads... You know, you were you got like special treatment, and like you were you were you're basically like a higher level, okay, right? But no one knew that besides people that are in the, in Try the tribes. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, I think it was like um, with the whole European imperialism thing, they started turning into kind of like an underground, like rebellious, mm-hmm. um, insurgent kind of group, uh, and that's what developed them into like criminals because like they were just trying to preserve Chinese culture. But the Europeans, because they saw them as a threat, they're like, "Oh, these are these are gangsters, these are terrorists," and that's why they developed into gangsters and terrorists. A, a criminal syndicate is yeah. because of you know the Europeans, um, and that's what they are today. Because before, when they were insurgents, they were just trying to protect the Chinese, and the Chinese liked that, obviously. Yeah. So they paid for them, you know, they helped, they supported them, and then when imperialism kind of died away. Chinese people were like, oh, we don't really need you anymore. But then the tribes were like, 
but we want to be here. Yeah. So they <laughs> we ain't started, going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Going so they started doing crime. Yeah. Um, so now it, you need us. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> kind of funny how that happened. So yeah. I, I expected the the yakuza to kind of be like that. Well, I think I, there's a lot of gangs that start like uh, Bloods and Crips. Yeah. Kind of similar started similar to that. They were trying to like do good for the community and then yeah. protect them against the police after like the is it the Crenshaw Crenshaw riots or the I thought there were LA riots. No, LA yeah. riots was way, 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 way after. Oh. Yeah, LA riots were after. The Crenshaw riots was the, specifically in Compton, Crenshaw, the Crenshaw area. They, it was in the late 60s. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Bloods and Crips kind of came up afterwards to protect the communities against the police. So it was up. Uh, you can read up on it, I guess. I don't know very much about it. But um, the so we're going back to that one dude that we saw in that. That jujitsu video. There was a jujitsu video. Oh yeah, where oh, after yeah, he won, he was just like, the, yeah, but he definitely was missing a finger. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he had, he was tatted to the gills in yeah. Japan. Uh, it makes sense. It, it was say so. I'm not saying I know for a fact he's accused. Mm-hmm. I don't. Nobody knows. I some. I'm sure somebody knows. He knows, right? Um, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> right, but there isn't um the 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 one thing is is that the yakuza their organization is much bigger than any other crime organization. So it's, it's, it's estimated that within Japan, there's anywhere between 50 to a hundred thousand Yakuza. That's one. Two is they're, tr- they're really trying to blend in with the rest of the society, society in Japan. So wait, 50 to a hundred thousand. That's not that many That's right? a, for a gang though, for a gang. Come on. There's not that yeah, many. But then you take into consideration the population of the country. That, that's true, but okay. the 100,000 100, people, like, I'm just trying to think, like, are there 100,000 mafia members in, in Naples? Probably not. There's different crime families. Yeah. Maybe, but not, even then, there are probably not 100,000 of those people. Um, but that's a lot. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. And secondly, they're, they're trying to blend in, so they're just part of the regular community. Some of them have regular jobs. Some of them have... Like own construction companies and some of like you you actually they have legitimate business yeah they have legitimate businesses yeah that's what makes them a crime syndicate right. because if if you're a gang you just you have like illegitimate businesses like you do like money laundering maybe through like a barber shop or something for example mm-hmm. but like yakuza members triads mafia they all own legitimate businesses like if you were doing business in like Italy or China or Japan it's a possibility you could run into one of those guys that are like higher ups they just own the business mm-hmm. and that's how, that's how they make their money quote unquote but yeah. then their actual money is doing other things yeah. right you right. know it's, it's what protects protects them because like you know if, if law enforcement like interpol came in and they're like hey you're a triad or you're yakuza or whatever I'd be like no nah, i just i just own sony you know i, I just own toshiba <laughs> yeah. you know it's like what, what can you do and i mean so, i got this boost mobile homie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean i would imagine like a hundred thousand is probably like ten times that, because like you don't know if they're, right. if they're telling the truth. Yeah, in the, in its heyday, they said like in the well the, the 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 when it really when they really started to blow up in Japan was right after World War Two, and there was because basically several communities were just decimated from the war. Yeah, and they needed building back up, and so that's how they came in and kind of helped a lot of the sh- the farmers and. That kind of thing, and so they they blew up. Then so back then they're saying it was anywhere between about probably around three hundred thousand yakuza members. And it's back then that was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah, for sure that's back then it was a lot because the then. population was yeah. Low. And right after the war, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. All right, so back to the tattoo thing because I wanted to say this. I think it's kind of interesting that they don't get to tattoos as much anymore because mm-hmm. tattoos now 
or like super popular, right. right? Like super modern. I mean, I think in Japan there's still a stigma, but like if they want to get here in the U.S., dude, everyone's got tattoos. If you don't have a tattoo, you're, you're overly religious. <laughs> I'm not over religious. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or you know, you just don't have a tattoo. Yeah, you just, you're uncool. Right. That's the kids say you could also be 13 and not allowed to get a tattoo. No, you could also. I think some people are also like. Do you think some people are also not necessarily scared of, but scared of like the having to live with something that they maybe for the rest of their life some regret it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you also live with scars that you get from scraping your knee. Yeah, those are accidental. Yeah, but they happen, and you live with it for the rest of your life. Yeah, but this is this is a decision that yeah, somebody's going to be like, you made. You paid money for it. Yeah, yeah. like no, you got that hard and tramp stamp on that, me. That's yeah. <laughs> like, do you have any tattoos that, that you don't like prefer? No, nah, because I thought like each tattoo I have, I thought of for at least a year. So one thing I do is okay. I, like I'll print out what I'm going to get. And then I'll put it on the mirror, and so every morning when I brush my teeth or I'm washing my hands or everything, I see the tattoo. Every uh, day. How long do you do that for? For a year. For a year. Yeah. So I'm looking at it every morning. So, so if you it's have on all me, your tattoos just on the mirror. No, they're not there you anymore. Can't even see yourself in the mirror. No, that for that year, then it goes down and goes on my skin. But Interesting. Um, I mean, that's, that's 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 pretty smart. Yeah. But you know, there's there's dumbasses out there. Like, oh, I, have, yeah. I have a buddy of mine. He has no a sticker. No rag <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like that's that's legitimate thing that people actually get like you see it all the time yeah. on like uh what is it the cover-up show on yeah, yeah. tv i mean that, you also see hilarious. dudes like right before the super bowl you know pick their team you know whoever their team is and say super bowl they put super bowl champs in the year and everything and i'm like that's because we leave it in what about their these, minds that's yeah true. but wait till after the game yeah what about these dongs that <laughs> that get <clears throat> joe rogan tattoos ah Joe yeah. Rogan tattoos. Like yeah. Rogan oh, tattoos. there's quite a few. There's a lot. They get Dude, his like, he, logo. He shares it a lot. I'm his like, logo? Yeah, like his, his, like his third face eye, with third, third eye. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. One person even got his dog, too. Yeah, recently. I saw that one, too. I'm like, what? I was like, wait, you got somebody else's dog tattooed yeah, on you? That was pretty cool, though. Like, uh, I know this guy back in Richmond. Um, so, you know David? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, has a, he has a tattoo of his of his logo, which is like a CD. Yeah. Um, and then he's got like a dragon going around it. And this idiot that we used to train with, Got a, got the same tattoo, and he doesn't train anymore. He hasn't trained in like eight years, uh, and he he'd been training for like a couple months. And he's like, "Dude, look what I got!" And I'm oh, like, "Dude, you're so no. dumb." And it's like the exact same thing. And that like, what are you be, gonna tell people? Like, oh, that's my coach. It's like, coach would, for what? That would be a perfect example of BJJ Jobron like behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instant segue. Instant segue. Good segue. Good segue. Someone, someone start. <laughs> you just started. That's that's crazy. I feel like we. What's his name? Do that. Who? Uh I mean, I think he did. Didn't you he? don't need to say his name. Yeah, you don't need to say his name. But I felt like somebody did that and then quit. I don't know. That's usually how it happens. Once once you get a tattoo related to jujitsu, you're you're gonna quit. Yeah, it's, it's a high or you're, chance. I, like if, unless you're a black belt. If you had a black belt. Well, yeah, unless yeah. you're one of those people that gets like yeah. the belt color every single time you get promoted. He got yeah. tattoos of jujitsu tattoos, and he's kept them. Yeah. But what I got have? my first ones were at uh, Purple Belt, so what I'm already it? halfway through. So um, my left bicep uh, is the, the team I was on, so the team I started with, which is the Alliance Eagle, uh-huh. and then on my right arm is the uh, is a snake, which was is a sucuri in in Portuguese. He and was, that's and the he logo. Was Alliance. That's yeah, that's the logo of my teacher before he passed away. Oh, okay. So, but I got it after he passed away. Because I was wondering where where I heard that from. 
Yeah, so, I, remember, I remember seeing it on your on your patches. Yeah, so Sunshine has the same tattoo on his bicep as well. well Does that, he really? Yeah. I never noticed it. Mm-hmm. Huh. But that's that's more like honoring the guy, right? Right, so correct. So that's, that's, that's different. That's know? not that's like, like getting, getting a, a Nike ta- check across my chest. Exactly. <laughs> that's like getting a tattoo of like a loved one. You know? Honoring yeah, his memory. It's different. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I mean, I mean, getting a tattoo of like your, your coach's logo. shit. Like actual just, logo. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of dumb. Like the Alliance tattoo is dumb, yeah. dude. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. That's hey, dumb. listen. For me, that was the for me. That is my base. That is how I started. That's how everything started for me. Yeah. Just like now, I mean, both of my biceps, like right on the biceps, on my right side, I have a mandala because of my trip to Everest, mm-hmm. and then on the left hand side, I have a, a lion in the similar design as a mandala because I went to Africa as well. For uh, so, Kilimanjaro, yeah. Would you ever get a tattoo though, Ahmed? Would I? Are yeah. there are there like? There are Muslims who have tattoos. One hundred percent. There's lots. But are of there them. like specifically, um, I guess like Muslim tattoos? Mm, I mean, you can get like religious text text mm-hmm. on them, but I, I, there's it's in general. But it, again, it's it's against the religion. It's frowned upon in general. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's you're just doing it for the 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 love of self expression. I would say more so okay. than anything else. So in Buddhism, you're not allowed to get. Well, at least in Chinese Buddhism, you're not allowed to get um, tattoos. <laughs> Of, of the religion because uh, no one is allowed to be an icon because as soon as you get a tattoo that's of let's say like the uh, Nirvana symbol or, or yeah. like Buddha or something you're considered an icon and so people will worship you mm. which is not allowed because you know we're told that we're taught to, to be like selfless and be like formless and, you know yeah it's kind of go with the flow kind of thing mm. uh, so but then it's weird because like Thai people will get Buddhist tattoos because they want to be icons. You know, like my brother has, um, I can't remember what it's called, but he's got the temple on his back. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that get like the four lines and all that shit. And that's, that's, those are religious things. Like those yeah. are texts. Um, so it's, it's kind of weird how it works for certain religions. Cause I know in Christianity, you're not supposed to get tattoos, right? But you can. You're not supposed to, for sure, based on the Old Testament for Jewish so Jewish people, right? So a lot of old Jewish people don't because it's based on the Old Testament. <clears throat> so, but did people even have tattoos then? Though is it? I think tattoos have been around for a yeah. Long I don't even know what tattoos are. Yeah, I How think do, they've been around for a long time, man. I think they've been around for like there's there's people who do like body. They've been body arts probably. Yeah, body modification is is a thing. Yeah, there for sure has been tattoos for a long. I mean. I think what is it? Just take I some, mean, I know, take some ink and yeah. a dye and just pure, you know, t- and a needle and yeah, like um, it's probably Maori. much more. No, I know how a tattoo's made. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's probably it's probably much more much more painful and much more unsanitary back then. But oh, I, yeah, but I for would, sure. Yeah, but I would say that they'd probably still do it. Like I never understood the branding. I understand it. I mean, it, it, it. So for certain, I guess cultures, there's a reason you get branded, and it's yeah. because. You're trying to look like fearsome or, mm-hmm. you know, especially like war oh, bands okay, like yeah. the Maori, yeah. like Native Americans are like covered in tattoos. Um, but I can't remember where it is in Asia, but there's like a specific cultural group where they get like women specifically will get face tattoos just to make them look uglier. Really? So they don't get kidnapped. Huh. It, was, it was like really popular, obviously, back in the day. You yeah. kidnap women and shit like raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so you tattoo your face to look ugly. And I guess it's like kept up because some some of them will still have tattoos on their face. I think yeah. it's like Mongolia or something. But yeah, that makes sense. There were like there are a lot of raiders then. Yeah, there's a lot of raiders now. Yeah, a lot of raiders. They just moved to Vegas. 
Oh, sorry, yeah. wrong Raiders. <laughs> hey, man, don't talk about my Raiders. <laughs> when is that happening, though? That's like this, this, this coming season. Is it really? Yeah. 2021? Yeah. 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 Tom Brady will be the quarterback. No, he won't. <laughs> Speculation. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. I mean, he'd get paid a lot. It's Vegas. Ah, he's going to get paid a lot wherever no he goes if he leaves. Yeah, if he leaves the Patriots, that's true. He he's probably it's that's an interesting market though. By the way, Vegas? Like, imagine like being a pro athlete in in Vegas. In Vegas, like you probably don't have like the global, um, the global like so you like like let's just say you like think of it like this artists like musicians who play in Vegas who have Vegas shows mm-hmm. are known when you go to Vegas. Could you tell me right now which which famous musician, artist, singer is playing in Vegas? No, uh, no. but they're always big names. Correct. They're always big names, but you don't know who they you it is. So like they're associated with the city. I always find that interesting. They're, and they're probably getting paid buku cash from the I mean, from the casinos or whoever, right? Oh, whenever they have like a residency, is that what you're talking about? No, whenever uh, they're like so like so Celine Dion, right? Let's just say she had her, a residency. She had she yeah res- she was there for she had a year or two year contract or what have you with yeah. them. And she, she had shows every other week. Yeah, she like got paid like crazy. Right. So but, did Britney Spears, I think, at one point. Yep. And ben, Chris Angel's still there. Who's that guy? The Chris magician. Angel, the magician? Oh, magician. magician, yeah. That's yeah, right. dude. That guy's still there. He still walks around. He's He still lives yeah. up the top of the Is he the, the guy that levitates? Yeah, at the top yeah. of the Luxor. Uh. You know that's fake. It's just a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, um, Do you think like, like casinos would just be like, hey, Tom, can you make an appearance here? And he'd be like, yeah. That's like guaranteed $250,000 just to make an appearance that night. I could see that, but I, I don't see him doing that. Do you know I could Vegas see a rookie started? coming into the league. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to but I could see a rookie coming into the league doing that. I don't see Tom Brady doing that. Why? I yeah, mean, he's, he's, I, the man's the face of Under Armour. Yeah, he would go somewhere else for sure. Because I think Vegas is just where you go. Oh well, oh, if you're talking about if he's not going to, yeah, I don't know if he's going to go to Vegas, but I'm just telling you, like, if he were, if you were in Vegas. Guarantee you that guy's like wanting casino appearances for that's the only reason I would like if you're going to talk about one city over the next, like why that gives your marketing brand more power. That's the only thing I can think of. Really, Vegas? I, I, and that's the only meaning it's not a major, it's not a major market. It's not like LA or New York, right? Yeah. Or Chicago. But there's, there's, so that's why players choose those cities because. You know, well, when players get drafted, they don't choose their city, right? But like okay. for free agency, yeah, specifically, like like you think of like a lot of times the NBA or baseball more so than it's just say football. But you think of those they're they're choosing those cities for jersey sales, um, commercial endorsements that are there's just more more opportunities in those cities. You're probably not going to have that in Vegas, but man, I'm I'm getting paid by somebody. Casinos I have to be. Yeah, I guess so. Did I you? Guess, think- I guess you get a lot of money. But you have to be like, you can't be like going casino hopping. Mm-mm. You know, you, you, you got to go to practice. Yeah, you get drafted by one casino. Less your you know. Oh, dude, I would be like, <laughs> here it is. This is the time limit. Like I'm, here, I'm here for 15, 15 minutes, and that's it, and I'm, I'm out. But so <laughs> you, you were the most two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so who? Where was I? I was at. I was in training. I was training the other day. Um, we got two guys that train with us. Guys that. Um, uh, that bounce our bouncers over at the uh you have to say where it is but yeah whatever some some club and it's predominantly a black club yeah mm, okay. that's what it is cool and uh, i'll go there yeah <laughs> they they bounce and well, you can get in for free right they are uh but they told me like okay hey 
Wale just showed up and at the, at the other night. Yeah. yeah, Wale the rapper. Yeah. And cuz he was here for a concert, mm-hmm. right? And but the the club the club owner paid him $25,000. Or not sorry, 25 I think it was $20,000 for 10 minutes just to pop in and out. I believe that. Yeah, but I mean that's that's what I'm saying like it's and that's Yeah, but your assumption was 20 grand versus 250 grand for 15 minutes. Yeah, but who is Wale compared to Tom Brady? If yeah. I'm in a casino, we're not talking yeah, about how many people actually know where Wale is. Some random club in Charlotte. But now let's what's what kind of business deals are being thrown at Tom Brady versus Wale? I'm saying Tom Brady is getting like I want I want a million dollars for you know a million. Dude, dude, you yeah. go hard in that <laughs> for the no for for a casino. Yeah, for sure. For dude, thir- you know how much money casinos pull in? On the, okay, on so let's say maybe it's two million dollars for thirty minutes. I, I, that's pretty good. Yeah, I guess. I think he's more interested in winning championships than but, hanging out at the I mean, how much, for 20 minutes. How much money does he make per game, though? <laughs> I'm biased, though, because my wife's from New England. I don't, I don't so. know. I, here's the thing. The guy ain't hurt for cash. Yeah, that's that's he, my he's whole married. Point. He's married to Giselle, who's worth more than him. And she's, she's also true. the face of an arm. She, she's worth more money than him, which is interesting. You know, so, so um, you know. All right, go with me. There's <laughs> a dog here. It's always a dog here. It's a stray dog. I don't know who it is. <laughs> but no, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. But that that the Wale thing that yeah. happens all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I totally like. I remember um, back in Richmond. You guys know who the Jabberwockies are? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. Blue, blue dancing dancers? crew. Yeah, yeah. the dancing crew. Did they right? win the first? Yeah, they won sure. the first. One. They won the first one. Okay. Popular dancing crew, but you have to know what dancing crews are to know who the the Jabberwockies are, right? Agreed. Yeah. So back in the peak of uh, what's it called, ABDC or whatever. There was supposed to be a show where they would go to Richmond and they they go to like a club and then afterwards go to like a a, a hotel uh, after party. Oh, okay. Right. And I shit you not, you had to pay like two hundred dollars a ticket mm-hmm. for the for the for the after party. Oof. And it wasn't even the Jabberwockies. Who was it? It was like the Jabberwockies, like assistants or something. They're, like they're they're backup dancers. <laughs> they're back. <laughs> and like people still paid. People still paid two hundred dollars to go meet. Like, why do you think people do that shit, man? Like, pay money. That's what they were. That what Paul was saying they were they were selling, they were selling tables for the night, for eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And so the club owner made his money. Yeah. So you do know, people go for the experience. They don't necessarily like. You could be you know two hundred yards away from Wale, right, and maybe catch a glimpse of him. But you're there for the experience, the atmosphere. Who else is going to be there? You're there for the party. You're not there to meet Wale one on one. You're not paying your eight hundred dollars because Wale is going to sip some henny next to you. That eight hundred dollars is that just for the table, or do you have like a drink, you get like a bottle included? I think you get a bottle. Yeah, that's not that's cheap, dude. Well, maybe I don't know. That's cheap. I, I don't. I would assume for a private a table and a bottle, that's cheap. You'd be spending two, three thousand for for the same thing somewhere else. You yeah, know? so that's that's cheap. If you don't give her attention, she's just going to leave you alone. She's licking my butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave you alone. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. It's I, What I'm saying to you is, like, okay, so you're talking about you're paying for the experience. Yeah. Why do you want that experience? Why would you ever want that experience? Would you pay the money just to be... It would, de- it would depend who... I mean, people pay... I mean, it's, it's not like you're going to see a concert, right? It's like you're well, literally just going to go and hang oh, He was just making an appearance? You were just yeah, literally making an appearance for 10 minutes. He walked in and he walked out. I mean... People pay to see to be there where he is. Right, that's what I'm saying. See, like, that, but those are fans. Those aren't like, no. But what? That, that's so. They're. But I'm saying is like, okay. So I'm a mm-hmm. fan. I'm a fan of say, 
Who the fuck am I a fan of? I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I, I would say I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. Michael yeah, okay. Jordan. I love Michael Jordan. Okay. Right? I'm not going to pay any money just to be in the same place as him. Ever. So Ever. I would never pay him money just to What be if he was playing? If he was playing, that's different because he's providing. He's actually doing something. He's probably he's providing probably entertainment. Doing. So the same thing would be for like a, a concert of some sort, right? So if, if Wale came in, I wouldn't mind paying money to see, you know, maybe not high top dollar, but I, I watched Wale rap for me. Okay. Or rap for crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. But just to be in the same. So the, his 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 example, are they were they dancing? The Jabawaki assistants? The Richmond? No. They were they, just there. They were just there. I would that's, definitely not pay for this. What I'm saying, yeah, that's what exactly <laughs> what I'm saying to you. you be, I don't think you'd pay for anybody. I don't think you'd. I don't think you'd be hard enough, hard up to be like, I'm gonna pay a certain amount of money just to be in a certain room with somebody at a certain time. And me personally, I would not. Yeah, and I and I'm saying like, I would do it if I got to get a one on one, for sure. It, like for VIP. Yeah. Yeah. Like Will Smith, I would totally pay some money to to talk to Will Smith. You know, to talk to him, yeah. To even talk, like not just like to be in the same room, a 10, 10 yeah. 15 minute conversation. I would, yeah. I would pay for that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't pay to be in. I wouldn't pay like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. but I pay for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see myself paying maybe a certain amount of dollars. I don't know. I, it has to be somebody I really want to. I really want to talk. I, you know, who I'd pay to, to talk to? Who? Papa Mendes. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I probably I probably pay to say like if I were talking about actors or famous celebrities like that I'd say Denzel. Oh, oh yeah, I like Denzel. Denzel would be I cool. like me some Denzel. Yeah, yeah. That would be, that'd be yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't see anyone I'd pay for. I am definitely judging people who pay money to go to a club to spend to just sit there and see the person come in and come in come in and come out. Well, see, here's the difference: like at a club. If you're already going to go there and you know spend hundreds of dollars yeah. doing buying drinks or getting a table or whatever, you know you're you're just there. You know it doesn't matter who's like adding Wale into that. It's just kind of being like it's a it's a bonus. Right. You know, it's it's not like the the purpose of it. Right. And right. the way it's usually marketed is come and party with X person. Right. Yeah. So you but, can leave that place and say I partied with that person on this past Saturday, whether you did or not. That's now, now we know to ask, how much did you pay, you fucking drone? <laughs> <laughs> I had a question, Jabron, yeah, Jabroni. Didn't uh, Kobe come up that? Uh, no, I thought it was that? The Rock. The Rock, rock. Yeah. The Rock, yeah. Rock. And then uh, it's what's it based off of? Because I remember being a derivative off of something else. Because he started saying it. I think it's I think it's an Italian type thing. You Jabroni. Fucking jabroni! I thought he had. I thought it was like you're not giving the definition. You're just I don't saying know it over right. and over again. I don't know. That's why we need. That's why we need the laptop. <laughs> yeah, we need a Jamie. Yeah, I know. So, someone. Uh, someone get their phone out. There'll be. A, there'll be a follow up. I a- feel like yeah. That's where you can have Conicon where you don't. Hit, he doesn't talk and you can just be in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the big screen. He'll <laughs> bring some beers. <laughs> but no, yeah, you wanted to talk about jabronis in there. Well, you know, like how just there's certain things that I've been noticing. Well, I've noticed. I've noticed. I've noticed throughout my. Throughout my time okay. doing jiu-jitsu. Not, not lately, though. No, lately, too. Lately, too. You know? I think that... um, Well, this has to do, in general, with, like, call-out culture. Call-out. Okay. Yeah, this call-out culture. You see it all the time. Like, that's what social media and trolling is. It right? was pretty big in 2019. Yeah. I it, will say. What, call-out culture? Yeah. It's, it's mostly in Nogi. I, 
well, I th- what I'm saying to you is just say like the call out culture of like, forget jujitsu, right? Let's just talk about troll. It's just basically trolling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, call out culture, I think, is this idea of I'm going to make a name for myself by trolling you um, or retweeting one of whatever you're saying to clown your shit. Yeah. Right. Or call you out on whatever you did. Right. Or whatever you're saying and seeing that it's really that that's, you know, making making fun of you more like to or poking fun, taking taking kind of pleasure out of somebody else's shortcomings or what have you. But there's also this idea of just like calling out school, you know, it's called in jujitsu. We've seen it recently, like where you see people not being direct about what they're saying. But there, there's hidden, hidden meaning behind it. Subliminals? Oh, yeah, so like a hidden meaning or like something that they're just trying to underlying meaning behind what they're trying to put, what they're trying to communicate. So I see it the other day. We talked about it yesterday. You know, and somebody's looking for a school to train in Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, and um, uh, somebody's visiting Charlotte looking for a jujitsu school to train yeah. out. And somebody who I have no idea who this person is, you know, think, you know, it's really nice for him to to recommend the place that we train on, which is top martial arts. Uh-huh. And he said, you should try it. You should train over there. There's a guy that's really good. You're really good school. They, you know, they're it's competitive. Um, the guy who owns it, I've never, I've rolled with them. I've never gotten beat up by a guy like one third. My yeah, size. yeah. Like 50 pounds less than me. <laughs> just, just, just schooled me. Right. Uh-huh. And then somebody else from another school who used to live in Charlotte, doesn't live in Charlotte, lives close by says, you know, we, you know, and I, plus I heard they have 20 plus black belts over there, right? This, so this idea, and I kind of probably chimed in, I didn't need to, but I, which, which I took being somebody who trains at school because of recent events at our school, we promoted, yeah, all 10. of us are black belts, by the way, now. 10, did 10 you, black did, belts. Yeah. Yeah. 10. I mentioned it in the last episode. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's 10 of us that just got promoted plus how seven, seven more. In the picture, there's 17 of us, um, including Travis. So I guess 16. Okay. Yeah. So 16 of us. So 16? You said? Yeah, 16. Yeah. But I think that would it's like 13 or 14 that actually train. Yeah. You, you got to take out. You got to take out um, Max. You got to take out Ben. You know, and you got to take out the people that that train at different times too, because there's not going to be 16 black belts. Oh no, no, no I totally. Yeah. Think, yeah, it's more about like the idea of that person saying he's harping on the generalization of sure. like there's yeah. a surplus of black belts. Yeah, they're they're like as in they're saying the way I take that is is that you know we're kind of McDojoey. Yeah. yeah, they're promoting black belts like it's it's not. And I to let's be let's be honest, like how many people went up there this guy included came in there and talked about you know the switching to top and, yeah and having was it, there was we had like three or four people talking about switching to top and basically getting their shit pushed in yeah not in a way like it's where we're being I, mean, dicks. I, I talked about it too you know yeah, yeah it, it was, was hard it was tough coming up it was it was tougher it's tougher and, for people like for me i didn't talk about it i didn't say anything i yielded my time but dude i my first day at top my first day at top, I was I got armbarred by a white belt. Yeah, and it's I, tough. Yeah, it's tough. We're we're a tough school, um, and I, I have to agree with you that on that, and I have to disagree with you on that because I'm not gonna lie. If if I didn't know who we were, and I just came in and I saw that there were, you know, in the most recent picture, there's six, seventeen, sixteen black belts. 
you're like, oh, what's what's going on here? Why 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 did ten guys get promoted? Yeah. With no, basically no context. If you yeah. if you didn't know, who then you see the second photo of like three hundred people. Are, but you but the thing is, is that somebody who's saying that knows who we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's the caveat. They know they All know right. who we are, right? Because can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Okay. It was like a pop. It doesn't feel like I was moving my beard. It's getting a little long. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. That that makes the difference. That makes yeah. a difference there. All right. So yeah, I mean, I guess that guy's just a bitch. It is just, <laughs> that's just, that's just being, about. it's like, it's being somebody who's, it's taking shots at, like first, first and foremost, you don't even, you don't even train in the city. Yeah. So what, who are you selling against? Right. But again, he could have been, people could have read that and be like, oh wow, you are 20 plus black. That's great. You know, you're always going to have somebody. To yeah. Run. Like if yeah. I, if I heard that, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Especially if, if the, the previous comment said, you know, that it's a tough school, it's very competitive. Yeah. Um, and it'd be even better because a bunch of our guys are like world class. You right. Know? And we bring in world class guys all the time. We do bring world class guys. You know? And it's like a it's a frequent thing where we're constantly having top level guys come in and, and, and train with us, you know. So it's I don't know. Maybe it's just bias because Maybe I'm just a little a little irritable. Yeah. Could You're just be. a loyal guy. It's, that's what I it am. is. You're just and a maybe loyal I just guy. look. I don't, maybe I need to quit looking at the world as a glass glass half empty. Because I think that's probably maybe what maybe I did. Do you think half. I did that? Your glass is half empty. That's <laughs> half empty. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing. I think the other the other thing is, you know, there's some other there's some other things that have happened. That was a deep side. Just go ahead and get it out. Yeah, just let it all out, man. Well, well Max and I talked about this, right? And it's uh. And I don't know if this is jabron-like behavior, behavior, but it's it's um, it's certainly like I just don't understand it. It's the behavior is is and why you would do something like this is easy. We talked about this idea of a lot of schools going going away from sports jitsu into going self defense. Yeah, Gracie self defense, which like even the best the best Gracie schools are some of the best sport jiu-jitsu schools. And so I, I want to make sure I'm clear about that. Like when people hear this, I just like, you know, like Gracie Humeta in California puts out st- studs. Yeah. You know, Gracie Baja Northridge yeah. is maybe... Yeah, even, even though they're a cult. Right. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. But Gracie Baja Northridge is... At, they absolutely yeah. put just monsters. Yeah. Just monsters out there, right? In, in, in IBJJF competition. And they've also win at ADCCs and they, they won other they've won other stuff, right? So, um, and even like say like Hickson or uh, what's some Hakron who's yeah. who loves like the self defense. I that motherfucker is a monster, you know. ADCC no big grappler, yeah. right? So, but the, these idea of like these schools going and selling the self defense aspect of everything, and then as as um, and that we'll see these people sometimes show up to our open mats, and it's I don't see I don't see how what they're doing is is self-defense focused it's it's more like just don't get subbed yeah just don't get sh- subbed then then what happens then how is this helping your jujitsu how is this helping you progress progress or how is this even helping you like not get fucked up in the street you know what i'm saying yeah if you're sitting there on your back with your hands protecting your neck like this and um 
but and so you're not letting me get to your neck and you're not letting me get to your you're keeping your arms closer i'm not arm barring you and you're just and you're not letting me get to your back because you're keeping your shoulders plugged well cool if i was in the street I if i'm a bear just, that's probably the way to not yeah. get mauled right yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're fighting a bear <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, although I, in the it, revenant yeah that guy. <laughs> yeah it depends if, on the bear though yeah, yeah. leo took a beating right the record well i mean here's the thing like because when you talk about, I guess, trolls in jiu-jitsu, there's a lot of guys that are like, you know, inside specifically, there's guys that say that self-defense schools are shit, and then there's guys in the self-defense schools that say sport is, is stupid. Mm-hmm. But then you have people outside saying, like, jiu-jitsu is useless or, or you know, there's no, there's no base for it in, right. in self-defense. Um, and a lot of times, I just don't understand it. And I, I actually, I get, I get tilted, you know? I'll, I'll get heated because it's like, you know, if you're outside the sport, I get it. You don't you don't know what jujitsu is. But if you're inside the sport, you should know that no matter what, if you're in a self defense situation, you're probably if you're not prepared, you're probably just gonna die. You know, and it's I I think self defense is more of a mental thing. Like we could go to Brazil and, and go to like um, the original Gracie Academy, and they'll teach us. Um, I don't know armbar when the guy has a knife in his hand or some mm-hmm. shit. That's not gonna fucking work. It's not gonna work at all. And then you go to a sport place like like top, and it's like you got you have a guy come in and be like, "Hey, I want to learn self defense." This isn't the place, dude. Yeah, like this is not the place. Mm-hmm. But I think I legitimately think jujitsu is the best for self defense, not physically but mentally. Because the intensity, not, not just the intensity, but also for the mindset. Like, mm-hmm. like if I rolled with Anderson, Anderson's like a world champ, right? World we champ. A, we have a. Yeah. You want to talk about? Yeah, it? world champ brown belt, six five, like two hundred pounds. The dude literally toys with everyone. Like he's probably asleep, and we're we're like trying one hundred and twenty percent. But like, I go in there and I train with him. Right, I I roll with him. I spar with him. I drill with him. He's gonna kick my ass without a doubt, but he's gonna make me comfortable with my ass getting kicked. Yeah, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about jujitsu. You get comfortable with how uncomfortable life can be especially in a self-defense situation yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. that's the thing a lot of people they'll tense up they'll freeze because i feel like for our school and for sports jujitsu you get the fight or flight you're in yeah. the middle of a roll it's built and somebody you. yells out 45 seconds left and they're like you're up by whatever an advantage a point whatever right. somebody yells that and you know what it is i mean you're trying everything one for something not to score on you or not to get past or taken over yeah it's like it's almost life or death yeah and then the person on the bottom or whatever position they're in is either trying to pass take you down do everything they can Submit. so they can get yeah. yeah so that's the fight or flight yeah. which you don't get in self-defense uh training because yeah, literally it's, it's like all right, yeah like you're holding up a knife and you're like all right i'm stabbing you straight into your stomach that's muscle memory though <laughs> yeah but i mean even then that's like if you if you don't have the flight or fight response correct yeah. or like down pat Muscle memory is not really going to kick in, especially in like a like a scenario. Right. So, would you yeah. say that an intense sport jujitsu environment is going to be more conducive to somebody who wanted to learn self defense? Yes, because of the yeah. because of the and it ends up being fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I mean, for that's, sure. My, my thing is again going that's back the to that, after the beating. It ends and, up being uh, fun. Going back to that guy that comes in and says he wants to learn specifically self defense. Yeah, it's not the right place. But if someone were to come in and just say, "I want to learn jujitsu." This is the right place, right. and it will help you get right. You There's know, a, it's a it's a, by, it's a byproduct of it. Yes, exactly. Right. Right. But if you're going in there specifically to learn it, it's just not going to work. 
yeah. you know? Like, that's it's not going to work in any martial art. Right. In any martial art besides maybe, like, Krav Maga, where literally the whole thing is Just killer people killed, in the throat. You know? Right. Like, kick, kick your balls before, you know? Yeah. Before you kick mine kind of thing. Then, yeah, that's that's what you're going to get, but... You know, I I, th- I still think jujitsu is the best. Yeah. Just just because of the mentality, the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and fuck the people that that say otherwise. <laughs> you know. I mean, because when you think about it, just a really quick, really effective arm drag, and you could pretty much. I remember when you did that. <laughs> control. <laughs> you can control <laughs> almost anything. You know what I mean? Because the person's coming at you face to face, a sweet arm drag, and now you're behind them. Yeah. You want to tell them the story? No, you could do it. I don't know it as well as, but I I do remember just just uh, it was my first few years. In younger Charlotte. in our younger years, yeah. First few years <laughs> in Charlotte, we went out for a friend of ours' birthday who who actually trains jujitsu too. He trains in New York now. Um, and was he visiting? No, he was living here. He was living here at the time. I thought, and he was partying hard. Okay. It was partying. It was back when he was partying. Yeah, but uh, went to went to a bar and um, and. Um, Basically, he, um, you know, I don't know what happened, but some dudes were just. They're just dancing up on one of our friends, girlfriend. soon to be wife, mm-hmm. wife, fiance. Like yeah, it. fiance. You tell and the story. I don't yeah. remember. So, uh, one guy was like just dancing up close to one of our uh, friends' fiance, and she was like, hey, no. Mm-hmm. And she like literally mm-hmm. like pushed him aside. And then he just like forcibly was getting closer and closer. Yeah. And it's it's in a club situation, so you literally you're packed in there like sardines. Mm-hmm. But there's still a common like you know bubble of personal space. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my friend immediately turns, pushes the guy, and then hit, the guy has like two or three other friends, just a sweet arm drag into a rear naked choke, and just pulled him towards the bar. As soon yeah. as he hit the ground, I walked out because the last thing I want is. The bouncer to take me out, yeah. right? Because then you're kicked out. They know who you are, and yeah, yeah. Whatever. So, or if there's cops outside, you're automatically handed over, right? So yeah. immediately, I mean, as soon as the rear naked choke goes on to somebody who's got their adrenaline running and they've already had some booze, they're gonna go out fairly quickly because right. mm-hmm. the blood stops rushing to the head. Yeah. And so, as soon as he went out, I let him go, and I literally walked out as if like nothing was happening because there was so much commotion. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's really paying attention who did what, and then bartenders are trying to get like everybody situated. And we de-escalated the situation with an arm drag. Arm drag. Yeah. Arm drags work. See, that's that's the thing. Um, I actually have two stories. <laughs> you just reminded me because um, I used to go clubbing a lot. Mm-hmm. Are we really? Yes. <laughs> when is yeah. that Max coming back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's here's the thing. <laughs> so I he always wear. <laughs> no, I always wear black t-shirts. What like, are you doing tomorrow night? You're wearing gray right now. <laughs> no, when I go to the club, oh, I always okay. wear black t-shirts. Yeah. Why? In Richmond, it's a all thing. bouncers wear black <laughs> t-shirts. That's like a requirement. Okay. So they know who it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I always wear a black t-shirt because I used, I, I did some bouncing jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is this I remember, so people won't fuck with you then? No, no. Here's the thing. I remember <laughs> being at this um, at this one club. I had my jacket on because it was cold. I think it was like around this time, a couple years ago. But yeah, black t-shirt, Richmond, I, got, I got a jacket on and we're just like in the club. And obviously it's like we're packed in like sardines, like you said. Yeah. And there's these two guys that bumped into my like my, my group, and like they like almost pushed my girlfriend over and my other friend over, and so obviously I'm I'm a little offended. Yeah. At first not, you're like, hey, hey. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. fight them or anything. Right. I just look at them and be like, hey guys, watch where you're going. Yeah. But they look like they're about to fight. Oh. And so this is what I did. I took off my jacket, mm-hmm. black t-shirt. Right. And so I walked around the I walked around the group, to the other side, pointed at the other bouncers. They pointed at me, and I was like, this group right here. <laughs> 
and I got him kicked out. Yeah. Hey. So that's why I always wear a black t-shirt. There you go. <laughs> but another situation, um, it was actually outside of the club mm-hmm. when we're in the streets and like everyone's getting chauffeured home and stuff. Yeah. This guy pulled a knife on me. Oh. And so my first instinct was grab the knife, which mm-hmm. thankfully it was like a small knife. So I, I grabbed his hand instead. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I like need him in the gut. But then when I came in for a second knee for some reason, I let go. Oh. And his 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 knife hand came down like like kind of like 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 this. Yeah. Because he's like, I just need him in the gut. Right. But then I need the knife. Oh. Oh, did you get cut in the knee? I got cut in the shin. Okay. Because I aimed a little high. But yeah. um, I actually have cut. I'll, I'll show you later. But yeah. there was one of those situations where I was like, okay, maybe I should have stopped after the first one. But did then you I connect just, with the second one? Yeah, to the knife. Oh. So I have a knife in my leg, and this guy's like over here, and I'm literally by myself, because like everyone's already going home. I'm going to my car. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? This guy's like about to be on the ground. I got a knife in my leg, so I took the knife out, dropped it, and I just fucking ran. And I had to come back like an hour later to get my car. And so that that's that's one of the self defense situations. No jujitsu at all. Like, that wasn't my yeah. first instinct. My first instinct was Muay Thai. Yeah. Like. Did you do Muay Thai? By the, were you doing Muay Thai then? Yeah. Okay. I wish I could do it now. Why don't you do it now? I don't know, man. The classes are at different times. I don't want to show up. I don't want to buy the gear. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just so much. And like, I don't want to. Like, I want to spar. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. It's just I want to spar. I don't. Why don't you just do it, Jared? Jared does that. He just shows he just up to spar. Shows up to spar. Yeah, but then I got to buy the gear. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't want that freaking fungi infested shit that Jay has. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fungi infested shit. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Flow Grappling put out this this doc doc film just yesterday. No, ab- called mm-hmm. called Daisy Fresh. And it's about it's about the. Ju- Didn't Show Your Roll just put out like all these uh, sweaters and shirts and stuff? Yeah. Say Daisy Fresh. Okay, is there? I they, didn't know what they the they spawn tech, quote unquote sponsor this school in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Um, Andrew Wiltsy, if you know that competitor, yeah. he. He trains out of there. It's the it's Pedigo Fighting Submission, submission Fighting School. Okay, and but it's 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 basically it just chronicles this this team that's in Mount Vernon, Illinois, which they're they're it's a it's a poorer town and they're in an old old laundromat called Daisy Fresh Laundromat. <laughs> okay, and there's a bunch of guys that that live at the gym. They just they they live and train at the gym all the time, and when I tell you the the level of the level of poverty not poverty the level of just filth filth as well as um, poor upkeep of the building, and and the guy I like the structure or the like structure the itself mats like the mats are horrible. the mats are the mats are like holy they look like the, they look like they're getting Swiss eaten by cheese. moths Ooh. you know like and and. And the guys are packed in there, and they want to be there. They really want to be there. Uh, and honestly, like you could say, like the jujitsu hippies, but some of the stuff that they're showing in there, I won't spoil it. It's um, there's there's holes in the ceiling Ugh. with animals that are up there. There's well, as uh, long as the animals wearing geese, it's fine. There's dead animals. <laughs> there's a, dead animals. There's, there's <laughs> literally in the first five minutes they talk about a dead a dead raccoon that falls out the ceiling. <laughs> Stuff like that, they don't. They don't. So, it, ironically, it's in a laundromat. 
but they don't have a laundry. They don't have a washer and dryer in there, <laughs> so they have to tra- they have to drive to another laundromat. Yeah, what the hell? Um, in the, in like a, an apartment complex, basically, yeah. like one of those apartment complex laundry yeah. rooms or whatever. And they're doing they do their laundry, and when they don't have detergent, guess what these motherfuckers do? They just throw it in there. Dish no, they don't wash. Very it. close. They go to the public. They go to the restroom. That's just a ways away. Yeah. And they go to the, the dispensary of the soap and, and they double fist it, the yeah. double fist <laughs> soap, and then they run back to the to the washer and, and start smearing it on their clothes and then run the wash. Nobody's like, got like a water bottle or something? Dude, I don't even know oh, what okay. they're thinking. I don't know. Like, that's what they were doing. This is what we do. If it was like, what? Like, you can't, you just get a cup? Yeah. Like, even a cup to yeah. do that? Yeah. Or, like, or you just take the freaking soap dispenser itself because yeah, yeah. they're detachable. Yeah. But this gym is. Absolutely, like they have like this, they have barely any room for like a makeshift kitchen that it just. So does know. does no? I mean, did they go into the financial aspect of the gym or no? no. You watched the documentary. Did they go? They didn't go into it. They just like oh, we just don't have any money. I'm like, man, you could probably figure something out. Yeah, you could. I put, mean, like you, you can get a free water cup at Starbucks at any point in time. Yeah, do you want me to put a pause and? No, we can keep going. You can just probably let her out, right? Yeah, I can let her out. Hang on. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That I that's, see. That's the thing with like gyms and shit. Because I used to wrestle, and like I went to a poor school, poorly funded. Yeah. And so the mats were filled with like staff and impetigo and like yeah. all this other shit, and like it was just gross, right? Yeah. But like if you took care of yourself, you know, you 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 yourself were fine. Yeah. Which I mean, I as a wrestler, I didn't really care about anyone else besides myself. So that was fine, but like, man, in jujitsu, dude, it's a community, man. If you're if you're not trying to take care of others, it's just. Are you really tra- Like, are you really part of the team if you're not trying to take care? Exactly. Of you're like, do you guys wash your belts? Yes. Yes, please. Yes. Please. Yes, I wash, I wash like, my belt, and if I don't wash it, I'll at least spray. I do between washes is spray yeah. it down with antibacterial, the Lysol antibacterial. See, I don't understand people that don't wash their belts. Like, I get the whole meme of like. Let your you white belt become belt. black. Yeah. Yeah. That that's stupid, obviously. It's just a <laughs> meme. Yeah. But like there's people that legitimately argue with me where they don't wash their belts because they don't sweat on the belt. What? Did I come home and my belt is drenched on some of those nights on Thursday yeah. nights? Yeah. It's so hot. When Jay there. turns on the heat, oh yeah, my dude, my belt <laughs> doesn't is, turn on the heat. Yeah. Just completely soaked. When I'm taking photos, I can't take, like, I have to wipe my lens for, like, 10 minutes just to take two shots. But, yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, you're you're, you're on the mat. It's going to get wet. Yeah. Right? It does, it's going to get damp. It's going to get soaked. So, like. There's plenty of dudes that leave a puddle, and shit. then you lay in that same puddle. Yeah. Your belt's going to get sweat ridiculous. Out. And, like, people that don't, that don't wear shoes when they go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's. that's the worst. That's BJJ Jabron-like behavior. Yeah, it is Jabron-like Yeah, that's the worst, dude. Like, that one guy. That, yeah, uh, out. Yeah, yeah, I remember when you were man. That that one guy, man. I I'm the one who had to say something to him. Yeah, because if I said something, I would have gotten pissed because yeah. I was tilted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, that's so gross. Like, yeah, I just ugh. I was super nice about it. I pulled him to the side and he said, "Hey, just FYI, we're you know we're here. Yeah. We usually just wear. We we have you no. Know, we usually we ha- we do wear. We wear." Yeah. Wear 100%. We wear flip flops. Like, I don't care if you take somebody else's flip flops like and tell them like, apologize. Or yeah, if you need to take somebody else's flip flops, just take it. But yeah, like, yeah, but man, that. even then, there's still there's still guys that have some really sketchy behavior that I don't approve of, <laughs> and I don't know. I just feel like it's not my place to say say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Like Is we, it? We, we talked about it the other day about the uh, the locker room situation. Oh, just how they, there's stuff in there? Yeah. I feel like Max just pulls a, a Marshawn Lynch, but like, I'm just here to train. He is, Next just, he's ex- he is just the Marshawn Lynch of top <laughs> martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I feel like I'm the new guy. You know, I feel I still feel still. like I'm the new You're guy. Still, dude, how long have you been here? Two years? Yeah, two and a half yeah, years. But like the thing years. is, you know, it's like you guys have known each other for, for twice as long, if not longer, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I, yeah, I can joke with you guys and all that shit. And but I this can, is how po- these podcasts are what, what bring people together, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but like then like other people that we they you know don't associate with that much aside from training. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, dude, I don't know, man. Like I had to talk to Jay to talk to you. And Jay's not gonna talk to you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't really so I gotta try to get a med to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's an interesting thing. People, especially higher level belts, that don't that are not aware either they're not aware or they're they're just being dicks uh, when rolling and when we're getting close to the edge where like there's concrete or like the tiles the, wood? Yeah. the tiles or the wood um, or getting close to the wall like I, listen I know a lot of schools train, train using the walls like I get it yeah but I don't we don't yeah we don't use the walls at top you know um, because they're not re- I think partially because they're not reinforced Without yeah, we're gonna smash there's the, only we're drywall. We're going to smash through over to the laundromat. Yeah, yeah, there's only drywall between the mat and... And part of it is, is like, Jay's really big about IBJJF. IBJJF yeah, so like, once you go into the yellow... Yeah, you're not, you're, you don't have walls to use. To, when you're on bottom, you can't wall walk or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not going to do that. So um, it's people who win in getting close to the edge. One, they don't... They either... They see that they're at the close of the edge, and they continue to go with the same aggression that they they were if they were in the middle of the mat. Yeah, and when especially if I stop with the aggression, so I release my grips, I release whatever tension I have mm-hmm. going on, and they try to take advantage of the situation, and they just get a better position with me. And I'll like, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, you know, I'll it, just stop. That does happen a lot. It happens a yeah. lot. And if, if it ever happens to me, and I'm on top, I'm always like, stop. Same position with your same grips. We're going to just move back to the middle. And the yeah. person's like, all right, cool. Yeah, but, like, but this is usually for me on bottom. Oh, I'm yeah. Pl- I'm on bottom, guard. it's kind of hard to say when to stop, sort of. Nah, man. It's it's pretty, yeah. you have to have the where, like, if the person on, you, yeah. you just brought up an example of how you have the self-awareness of to know where you're at. On the yeah, map. I'll literally, if the person on bottom can't see, like, let's say they're, you know, side control, they're, like, looking at me, I'll knock on the wood. Okay, I'm like, using hey, we're examples close to of the wood. I'm on the bottom, and I have the self-awareness to figure out, the, oh, okay. the, to realize, oh, by the way. I just touched carpet. My head's <laughs> about to hit this two-by-four. Yeah. Right? So, it's 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 that kind of shit. That shit happens all the time. And yeah. that, I mean, it just, it just does. And it happens at other schools, too. It's like, hey, hey, just relax. We're just, we're just going to reset. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that also for the higher belts, I don't get, but for the yeah. lower belts, I totally know, don't have that. Much I understand the, yeah. but there's also the aspect of like unspoken rules, right? you know? And like, I think that's the dumb part of jujitsu, right. unspoken rules. Like what, if we have rules, just, just tell me, Yeah, you know, like tell me, put it up on a board. I don't yeah. know if, I don't know if Travin ever, ever um, did this for you guys, but back in uh, Richmond, whenever he came, we had to wear our belts a certain way mm-hmm. you know we had to have the um Black the part. bar yeah on the left side to 
it's like samurai yeah. shit. He says always we always draw with our right hand, or whatever. So that's like an unspoken rule, you know. And he basically like put guys that put their belt the bar on the other side. They put them to the ringer mm-hmm. and without even telling them until I'm after, you know. It's like it's doesn't make any sense. Like there's also the aspect of like we got to bow to each other before we step on the mat, after, like when we're stepping off the mat before we roll before we drill you know after we drill after we roll like all this all this shit about like respect respecting the mat respecting and it's just like we don't we don't really do it but then it's like we can go to other places it's like expected you know so it's like that's an unspoken rule that's just i think is dumb but so you're saying like we don't have a lot of this the unspoken rules that a lot of other schools do and so when you if you ever yeah we're we're a little looser you know but then like certain people (laughs) even that we train with yeah not gonna name any names expect certain things like that you know would you say the bowing and nowadays like just yeah now would you say that the bowing has been uh substituted with the smacking of the hands and the fist bump yeah yeah that's that's our form of bowing yeah yeah, yeah. we do that yeah. i like that yeah it's, it's easier it's more it's more relaxed it fits with what jujitsu is but yeah. um yeah like if you go to you know if you do like judo or karate that's like the first thing they tell you. Yeah. You know, and it's like ingrained in you. Every time you do anything, you bow, you know, but then in jujitsu, it's like, you know, you have a school like us that's just like, ah, whatever. And then you go to like a Gracie school and they're like, why aren't you bowing? Yeah. You know, why aren't you, why aren't you saying this? Why aren't you saying that? You know, you got to go us every time you do something. Yeah. Right. Or call it professor, professor. Yeah. Which when, when we do it, we're just memeing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, somebody did call me professor the other day, and I was like, no, no, no. Somebody called you professor? Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I was like, no, no, no. See, when I call someone professor, I I say it like, unless it's like to someone like Travin, they're like, professor. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know, man. I I just don't like those unspoken rule things. Mm -hmm. I would have a hard time calling any of my friends professor. Yeah. It's weird. But you know know what I notice a lot of times is that when you're in, when you're, um, when I'm in competitions and yeah. I'll see like two Brazilians, co- one Brazilian coach and another Brazilian and the, and the Brazilians are on the same level and they're obviously friends. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hear them call each other professor if they're black belts. Like one's, one's in the middle is like, professor, you're like, you know, seem las pegadas. And yeah. you know, like you say, like those like, okay, go, bye professor. You know, I'm like, you is know, that how I should address you now? I don't know. Competition? I, de- I definitely don't. No. I mean, just be weird. <laughs> it's, we need, uh, even we need code I, names. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I know. It doesn't even does it even say professor on her on our certificates. I don't even notice. Like as your name? No. No, it just says I'm Ed. Yeah. And Edgar. No, it just says a name. It says your name. Mm. I don't think anyone's certificate has professor on it. Yeah, but it does say professor Professor Travin, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's because yeah, yeah. it's like awarded by Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. You know. That guy's up for his corral belt. Who's gonna give it to him? Uh probably just IBJJF. Yeah, so. we we talked about oh, this. Yeah. They're not gonna give it to him. Who's Unless he it? pays, they're not going to give it to him. He he doesn't have a he doesn't have a a, a senior, because remember he left uh he oh, left Cavalcante. Yeah, who would give it to him? You think? Nah, no one's going to give it to him, dude. I don't know. At this point, does he really need it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he wants it. Oh, 100. I, I think he wants. Oh, it. he's got to pay for it. That's the thing. He's got to pay a buttload, yeah. or he's got to he's got to go under someone. He's got to affiliate with someone that has it. Uh yeah, I think you have to be um, seventh or eighth to to give it. Don't yeah, you? he's he's up. No, your seventh is your corral. Yeah. He's at six. He's yeah, at but six. He, you have to be, you have to be like eight to to give it to someone. So you he has to, to be go like under one stripe corral. You mean? Yeah, yeah. So he has to, he has to go under someone that's like eight or higher, doesn't he? Uh, 
I don't I don't think so. I think you could, it's just the amount of time that IBJJF recognizes, but you still are getting you still get awarded it by somebody. So he'll probably get awarded by I get you know what I can see him get awarded by who Hexen. even though he's not he's not a, not a not a corral belt. I'm just saying somebody who would give it to him because I've seen um, Henzo give, give it, it to other folks give it to other folks who are higher than him, but he wrapped it. He's the black belt. But I've seen him do that, and I think that the person, he's royalty. So yeah. right, I would say the the person that comes to mind is either Comprito, mm-hmm. or um, honestly, Andre Gaval. Gaval, yeah, I think so. I'd say yeah, because they're they're really good friends. They're really good. Friends. I think we should go under Autos. You hear what? Did you hear what happened to Autos? Uh, Mendez brother left him. Didn't yeah, it? it makes yeah. so much sense. So this is a good good thing to talk about because I think like it was an amicable separation. It was amicable because <laughs> it's strictly business. Because strictly business. <laughs> yeah, it's but ma- we discussed this, we discussed like the strength of the teams. Right. If it's a strictly business like decision, and we yeah. go into it more, but you know, from my point of view, from the outside looking, from the East Coast looking at the West Coast, the Mendez guys have a lot of younger belts coming up. But they don't have the black belt stable that yeah. Atos has right. now yeah. in San Diego, and now their affiliates that are growing with Lira making a school, and uh, I forgot who else. JT Just, Torres. The JT Torres already on the East Coast. Yeah, they've sure got, they got, got other affiliates. They got affiliates in Texas. They got affiliates. They got affiliates here. They got yeah. affiliates everywhere. Yeah, right. so, yeah. Fernando here. So that, but that that comes down to the fact that I don't think the Mendez brothers were making money off those affiliates. No, of course right? not. They're no, because yeah, but, Andre, I wouldn't expect but Andre and Hamon Lemos were. Yeah, of course, because yeah, okay, yeah. it's it's their it's their thing, right? You so, know? um, they're making money now. They they have the opportunity to make money off their own affiliation. Yeah, and just realize this is that, um, we got so we had there is um there there's a there's a the affiliates that are um. When contractually they're they're obligated to do seminars. Yeah. How much do you think some the Mendez brothers are popping per seminar? uh, Per guy or so that's the other thing is the Mendez brothers when they do seminars, from what I heard, yeah, you're only getting one brother and a purple belt. You're not getting both. Right. I mean, I I, honestly for the Mendez brothers, even just one of them, I'd pay like a hundred dollars. Sure. Oh, Wait, to go. Yeah, no, but he's asking like how much are they getting paid to show up? How much, how much are they getting paid to show up? Yeah. Probably nothing. What? Not, nah. a, lot. not a lot. What? No. It can't be. The purple belt's not getting paid. Four four thousand dollars. <laughs> four so G's. Four G's a pop. Really? Yeah. yeah guaranteed. Even if, even if there's like a low attendance. Yeah. They they they're a show that's a show price. All right, we're going back to the Wale thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, you, it, that's so that that the school is the one that takes on the burden of paying yeah. them that, okay, and yeah. they'll make it back on who uh, who, uh, who attends, right? But because of their popularity, they're packing that place out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I that's different though, because like the Mendes brothers, they're like legends. You know, mm-hmm. no one's not going to show up, right? But and you're getting you're getting just so you know I've gone to a, a gi seminar. You're getting technique after technique. I've gotten yeah. I've gotten stuff that I use now. Yeah, you're getting you're getting good shit. You know, because like a rash guard and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> getting the flippers. Yeah, you know. of course I got a patch. <laughs> yeah, AOJ, AOJ all day. But no, yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, obviously it's a it's a great business decision for them because now they get even even bigger cut. 
I think you get a bigger cut. I'm not sure if because their academy is so. I don't want to say cookie cutter, but like the modernness of their academy. Yeah. If they're gonna want their affiliates to follow that same, you have to modernness. Wear, you have to wear all white, like everything all white. The mats all white. So believe, in, believe in a sheep geese. Right to like have everything to a certain like how many people can afford that type of affiliation. I mean, I Gracie Baja does the same thing. I hope they. Yeah, hope but Gracie Baja has like an affiliation program where they help you get to a certain right. level. It's a franchise, and then you have to take over. Yeah, you're buying into a franchise with them. Wouldn't they do the same thing though, or do you think they'll just be like, "Hey, who wants to affiliate under us?" Oh, here's the thing. I don't uh, even think they do. I th- I think if they're smart, they're they say you know they give them some 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 baseline type things, but they're like not you have to have an all white academy one. No, no. <laughs> no I'm talking about the paint, not the people. There. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Travis said something similar. What? Oh, the paint scheme. The, the yeah, the matte thing. He had the gray gray or black yeah. mats. I just like the clean look of it. What's well, yeah. wrong? But are we? Did he tell Jay that he needs to change his mats? Is that? I told him that. Is he? But what I'm saying is, Travis. Jay's not going to change. Travis, no, he is. He said he's getting new mats. Yeah, he said he's yeah, getting but new he's mats. Yeah, he's not going to change colors, is he? Oh, I hope I so. so. I yeah. hope, I hope, he, gets I hope he gets consistent mats because I'm tired of Muay Thai mats next to Jesus mats. <laughs> where are the Muay Thai mats? The Muay Thai mats are the ones that look kind of like this, this material where it's kind of like interwoven, uh, and you get okay. stuck on it. That's why sometimes yeah. people's feet will get stuck or like. Is, it over, is that over there on the right? Towards the towards It's mixed in. But yeah, it's it's over more away from the door. Yeah. Um, on the second blue patch, most of those are Muay Thai mats. Oh. Yeah. So I hope he gets all jujitsu mats because I'm tired of getting stuck. That's why I don't roll over there on uh, the other side. Yeah. I like the I like the side where we were always hanging. Yeah, out. the geriatric corner. <laughs> I like that side. It's like too. wow, you guys Wait, are stretching. They call it the geriatric. You call it the geriatric corner? <laughs> yeah. Me and me and Wagner call it geriatric corner. Why? Because it's a bunch. It's either all the all the higher ups or it's just guys that always hurt. That's where you get a good stretch. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the, no. The guys, you guys are always stretching by the bathroom. I thought that's because they don't want to. They don't want to get caught not doing it. But no, yeah, he said some. Travis said something like a year and a half ago or something about uh, all the schools now need to have black or gray mats. So that's, we're just we're just behind. Yeah. Well, he's gonna move. Hopefully, he moves. Jay moves in another location. We're he looking, so. he said he was. I'm hoping again. I'm hoping the paint scheme definitely changes. I've never been to a seminar where we ran out of that. We just it was just so packed that you couldn't do anything. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you that was do, that to was the bad. gills. I got kicked in the head. I got kicked in the. Did you count how many people there were? Mm, no, I'd have to look at the photo. There's at least six. We it, six at one seven. point we were like, oh, there's like thirty now, and then like we blinked. It was like now there's definitely fifty. I told you you have to wait five minutes because people are going to show up late. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of people who showed up before everybody. Yeah, Dude, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I was expecting them to show up later. Um, and then you have the people that show up that BJJ Jabron like behavior. People that show up to the seminar but don't want to partake in the seminar. <laughs> well, I guess is that you're not paying for it, and so you don't do it, right? Yeah, but you're on the edge of the. I mean, you're still on the edge of the mat, soaking in some. Yeah, you're learning something. You're, you're peripheral learning. Sure. You, you might not be doing the drill, right? But right. okay, if you come to train that Monday or that Tuesday, you're definitely going to ask. Right? See, hey, you're going to yeah, be like, I don't hey, think I that's your I don't think that's your jabroni, you know, personality trait or yeah, a thing. Because I used to do that when I was hurt. Um, yeah, but but I was being hurt. hurt. One being hurt is another. Being thing. hurt is that's one thing. Something else. Yeah. Showing up early with a cup of coffee and just chilling is another. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming, coming and chilling like you're at the barber shop, which. <laughs> 
sometimes the jujitsu school is like that. I don't know. I yeah, whatever. It's not. Do I, do I think yeah. it's that big of a deal? I don't think it's that big of a deal. But you know, whatever. It's a seminar. It doesn't happen very often. Um, yeah, it happens like literally once a year. Yeah, I don't. But the thing is, I don't. I, for me, I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna go out of my way to go to somebody else's seminar though in our school. The only reason I went to a Guimenda seminar is because I was training at. I was visiting. I was visiting Houston at the time, and Guy was just happened to be there. So I'm gonna take advantage. Of it. Yeah, at the yeah. school I was training at. I think I've gone. I don't think I've gone to to any seminar where there wasn't something for me or something like involving me. What do you mean? Oh, like something that you you either your school or yeah, it's either it's either that, the school that I'm literally at, mm-hmm. or it's like a really good friend of mine that I'm just going to support him. Yeah, or like I know the guy, like like Travin or or David. Like yeah. I go to their seminars just because like it's convenient for me, or like I'm getting I'm getting something out of it. Like yeah, you know, um, I remember going to Virginia Beach for uh, I think like six black belts that were each going to teach a technique over the course. It was basically a camp. Yeah, over the course of three days, they were mm-hmm. each going to teach a technique. Like two of them were going to teach a technique per day. Um, so that was cool, and I only went there because I knew all the black belts. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'm, I don't know. Plus, if you got the time, that's solid. Three solid days. Yeah, three solid yeah. days. Um, I stayed at a hotel like down the street. Yeah, you know, we got really good training in. Really good. Did you eat well? Hmm? Did you eat well? Did I eat well? Yeah, yeah I did. A Thai restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to know how the jujitsu, like when they go on a jujitsu cruise, how that all works out. Yeah, hopefully, they hopefully they don't get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> kung flu, man. It's a kung flu. It's a kung. <laughs> no, I mean. So, like, is everything because you're there 24 hours a day, and like you're in a confined space where you can't just leave and like, hey, I'm gonna go back home. Or I would imagine it's kind of like wrestling camps. It's just on a cruise. You don't. You don't, you. Do you think that they're? I don't think they're going as hard though. No, of course not. It's, on a cruise, nah. Nah, they're definitely yeah, they're, not. they're trying to have fun. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think it'd be like wrestling camps. You know, you have you have two or three sessions a day, um, and you show up to them. You, you get your at your leisure. In. Would you pay for it? Depends on who's on the cruise. I wouldn't. I feel like that's the one thing I wouldn't do. I feel like go on a cruise. I feel like that's like that's a Wale type. <laughs> Wale the, only type reason, situation. the only reason why I wouldn't is because they even sit in the just going to school and education. They tell you you can't learn more than three things in a day. So if you're in there doing three or four seminars, like how much of that are you like actually retaining for three? Let's say if the cruise is three days, mm-hmm. how much of all of that knowledge are you actually retaining? Unless like when you go to these conferences for work or something like that, they're like, you'll, oh, you'll get the PowerPoint after the seminar. It'll be in your email. You know, you can go through that again. But unless you get a video or some type of pictorial something, right. you're not going to retain those 20 passes that they went over. During those three days, that's true. And I they're mean, not going to let you record it. Definitely not. Unless, unless they did it where like you get the first session of the day is technique, and the second session is applying that technique. Yeah, because I don't understand that. You know, that makes more sense. Right. So hmm. I don't know. I would probably just go on the cruise just to go on a cruise. Would that's you my thing. go on a cruise? I don't think I ever would want to go to a cruise. I've been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise. I went to the Bahamas. Really? This is this is interesting. I've been on a cruise and I've also sailed. I was more scared on the cruise than I was on a 48-foot sailboat. Yeah, Why? You don't want a Titanic situation. So because you feel more well, in control? When you're on the small sailboat? Yeah. yeah. Because one, I'm clipped in. Right. So, and I'm more in control of like the sails and where the boat's going. Granted, a rogue wave could come at you any You know the captain, time. too. But, yeah. But 
when I was on the cruise and we were at the top floor and I'm like right at the edge, I'm looking at the water. I was so excited, so happy. And I felt just a little bit of a shake. I then pictured a skyscraper floating in the middle of the Gulf, <laughs> shaking. And I'm like, there's nothing you can do. Right. You've seen all the videos where they're like, oh, go to the, you know, eighth floor and, you know, all the flotation devices are going to come out there. And it's mad. It's like, yeah, none of that. Like when your panic sets in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't yeah. go anywhere. You're on a, you're on a fucking You're ship. just there. The, the only way I can think about it was I'm on a skyscraper that's floating in the middle of the ocean. Because those things are huge. Huge. Yeah, they're big. Versus the little sailboat. I was like, all right. Even I the got small this. ones are big. <laughs> <laughs> even the small ones dude i went on a small one that shit was scary like when you wake up on the first night or the first day mm. and you don't remember you're on a on a ship yeah and you look out the window yeah dude that's the yeah. scariest feeling because yeah. all you see is just water and like when you're on the lower decks because you don't want to pay that much because you're cheap the fucker <laughs> the water's like right here it's like right here you're looking out like holy shit this is what I will say, though. So the f- the first time, I think, it might have been the first or second time that I told Ahmed that I was going. So, so my, my father-in-law is a sail captain, so he had his own sailboat. And he sails it from New Hampshire down to Stewart, Florida. And so he's like, whenever you got some time, you know, you got a three-day weekend, you want to jump on the boat, let me know. I'm like, all right. So it was a particular weekend. And I told Ahmed, hey, I'm not going to train this weekend. I'm going to go sailing. We're sailing from New Hampshire to, I think it was Atlantic City, right? So he was like, hey, man, be careful, you know, make sure you have this, make sure you have that. I was like, I, I, said, I was telling you be careful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, the way I related it because of his expertise, uh, my father-in-law's expertise, I was like, I'm going. It was like going on a road trip. I was like, yeah. I'm just getting in the car and going. Right? Yeah. He's like, no, but you're going to be on a boat in the middle of the water. There's like nothing else. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't think about it the way he did. So I'm just thinking like I'm a human and I'm in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. thinking about. <laughs> so the one time that I felt what he felt was when I woke up one morning and like you get up and you look out and literally you see nothing else but the horizon uh-huh. and water. That's it. You might see a bird here and there, if that, but just all you see is water. Did you see any dolphins? And like, yes. That's and the cool. dolphins actually make like a braid in the front of the boat as the boat is going. Because they're like using the wake or whatever in yeah. the front. To swim less. Yeah. They're basically just having the yeah. boat swim for them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're smart. Dolphins are scary, dude. Super fucking smart. Dolphins but are fucking scary. What I will say is the amount of serenity you get out there. Because there's like, you're totally, one, you're totally disconnected aside from like the GPS and everything like that. But you're totally disconnected. The only people you can talk to are whoever's on the boat. Whoever's on the boat. And you're just listening to the waves, salt water. And mm. just... Would you ever go camping? I've been camping, yeah. Would that be a similar experience? No. I meant like actually camping. Like, w- like Define actually camping. Like going out in the rough, going around the bush. For a knife, nothing else. Uh, like like oh. there, There's like campsites in Asheville, area, around Asheville. You can just go and... No, nah, man, I'm talking about going out there. You got nothing. Maybe you got like a tent, a water bottle, and a knife. You do that? No food? No. Well, maybe you bring a couple... Like, Let me get a couple of some mix. Well, how, how long? Yeah, two days. Oh, okay, I was like, I'm two not days. doing a whole bear grills situation. Yeah. <laughs> two or three days. <laughs> I would do it. I would definitely do it. Yeah, I love I doing do that. Too. I would do it. 100%. I wouldn't go on a boat. For, you wouldn't go on a boat for three days. Really? No, not for three days. I I would go out camping. I would go camping for three days. I but you guys go. wouldn't do a boat. No. See, here's the thing, man. Yeah. Like, you get seasick? No. I mean, I I I feel like too many things can go wrong. No, not that. It's, it's just a like, controlled situation. Well, I would go on a boat just for the experience, but for multiple days, like, 
I you're not know. just sitting there. For the record, you're not just sitting there. Like you have shifts. You work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're doing. I mean, you're doing something. Me, the, but the, the, it's the like, variable that's not controllable. Yeah. Is the water? Is the weather? The weather? No. Well, that's why you have to plan everything out. You don't just like, hey, let's get on the boat and start going. Shit, shit, does, you have to shit just doesn't just happen sometimes. No. Now, see, I'm, I'm with a, I'm with that girl on this, but I'm against. You. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you with saying that I wouldn't want to be stuck on a boat. Like that's a thing. Like, but I how be able are to you get stuck off, though? You know? Oh. Like I want to be able to get off and do something. Like, this is a caveat though. When you get on a boat, you're getting on it because you know what's going to happen for the next three days. Exactly. That's okay. that's what I don't want because I know what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm too pussy to get on it. The <laughs> <laughs> med can't swim. No, I can swim. I'm not going to drown. But I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not breaking world records. So he's yeah. like, I'm coming on there with me and my water wings. Right. Yeah, I, I would drown. <laughs> I would drown for sure if I didn't have a life vest on. Oh, in the, in the open ocean. Yeah, I'm dense as a motherfucker. <laughs> Like, really? I will sink like a rock. This is the caveat. Is you drown in the open ocean partially, even if you do have, like, a life as on, because of the waves. Yeah, because it keeps... they'll just take you under. Yeah. They'll keep on taking keep, you under. Keep it's it the under. undercurrent, too, yeah. right? Sucks uh, you in. Depends no, where you are. It's the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would know, yeah. Dude, I would, I would definitely that, rather go camping than, than that, fucking boating. That was one thing. We were sailing down the ICW in, in Florida, and we're like, hey, if you, if you want to, like bath you could just like jump in the water and like hold on to the boat as we're going and i was like all right i mean that sounds kind of cool somebody just brought it up i was like all right that sounds kind of cool and then we're going and i'm like what is that and i look down and there's just like an entire school of jellyfish and i'm like i definitely it would have sucked yeah if you were have you gotten some of my jellyfish i've never been but my I wife have. has it's painful <laughs> yeah super painful so needless to say i didn't jump in dude when i went to the bahamas they had um you can go in the in the in the ocean, mm-hmm. um, at the beach, and they had like scuba lessons. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't fucking need that. Just give me the goggles. And so I take the goggles and a snorkel, and I go out there, and I'm underwater. And the first thing I see is a, a lionfish. Is that what they're called? The yeah. The don't touch that ones? thing. Yeah. I was like, oh man, look they at look that super lionfish. cool. But like, I was like, you're not supposed to touch that. It's like, why not? It's like they're poisonous. Yeah. But like, how do you know? It's like I just learned it from the scuba lesson. Like. I don't fucking need that shit. <laughs> the, one you, the one you were paying attention to. I, I did. You know what? I did do a scoop recently last year. So we sailed in the Bahamas. That water is, looks like Gatorade. Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> clear as fuck. Literally. So it's like I, the movies. It was my first time. They're like, "Hey, do you want to? You want to take a scuba lesson?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So like, all right. Well, you know, when we go out there, you just you guys are gonna go down, and you guys are gonna follow the instructor. You know, the instructor is gonna tell folks to go through like a tunnel and this and that. You guys don't do that. Just just follow the instructor. Okay. Yeah, when you're down there, the hand signals aren't really that clear. So, like, when he was like, follow like you're, the water, person. just to Dude, make so it, I yeah. went through the tunnel the whole night. This lady kicked me in the face. It was it was very interesting for my first time scuba diving. The we scuba dove twice. The first time I got very like nervous, but like after you get your breathing under control, it, it's literally almost like somebody doing top pressure, and you're like, all right, I am about to die. But you then like out? you're like, all right. Focus, control your breathing, mm-hmm. and you can get through it. No one. Did they? Did they tell you the? Um, I guess the golden rule of scuba, where it's like your goggles don't matter. No, save oh. yourself. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like when you're on a plane. Yeah. yeah for the record, yourself. for those listening as well as both of you, if you guys have never heard, and hate to plug, well, not hate to, but I'll plug Joe Rogan's podcast too. When with he's, uh, Donald Cerrone. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. My heart started racing when he was telling the story, and then somebody made that? a cartoon no. out of it. So Donald Cerrone basically went scuba diving, but he goes cave diving. He he went like caving. So he's deep. 
yeah. he's deep and he's with his buddy mm-hmm. and he can't find his buddy in and the so, fucking cave in the fucking Wait, cave I thought it was some other dude that he didn't know he doesn't well, he's like he, I don't dive with people I don't know cuz you need to dive with people you yeah, trust e- either way he yeah. he went he went caving and this this dude got lost and so he's trying to look for him yeah abandoning all the rules where like if someone gets lost leave them because right. yeah. it's better to have one person then die than two people die because it's it's very unlikely you're gonna find him. Which he didn't. Yeah. He didn't find him. But one of the things did too they, is did they, did they, he uh, found himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got he himself. Came out. But one of the also the other rules is if you do panic, don't start like wiggling around and touching stuff or whatever because then all the soot starts coming everywhere yeah. and then you can't see within two two inches in front of your face. So how did, so he did he freak out? He freak, yeah, yeah of course. Because it's like, oh, man, I can't find my buddy. Oh, fuck, I'm lost. Oh, fuck, I'm going to die. You know? And then he, you're was he out of oxygen? Well, he anything. wasn't out of it, but he's looking, to, again, because you're panicking, you're breathing more, you're using more oxygen. Now, if you had whatever amount, let's say 10 gallons of oxygen, which is not accurate, but whatever, it's going down faster because you're breathing faster. Yeah, you're, because you're, you're hyperventilating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your adrenaline's kicking in. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the same. But uh, you get a chance to listen to it because... Was how was it the most recent? He's always on there, so I don't know which one. No, it, it like, would be the most recent, I think. Yeah, it was the most recent one. Either first okay. most recent or second most recent. Yeah, yeah. He he like says fuck like every other sentence. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we're just I was talking about this with my uh, my girlfriend because um, we were watching Fear Factor. Mm-hmm. You guys ever seen Fear? The Factor? original one? No, the one with Ludacris. Like, huh? The one with Ludacris. Where it's oh, more, you're serious? Yeah. Oh, we're watching Fear Factor, and uh, we we're talking about how we would do in those situations. Mm-hmm. And I told her like, dude. The primary thing is just don't freak out. Yeah, don't panic. Like, I feel like I wouldn't because I'm 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 afraid of spiders. Yeah, I don't like spiders. I don't like bugs. Yeah, um, I don't like to eat bugs. I'm claustrophobic and I don't like the dark. But oh, I feel like if I was in that situation, all that would go out the window. Yeah, if they're like, all right, you'll be in a coffin with spiders for yeah, just three like, minutes. Like, <sighs> how do you do in heights? Um, I mean, I get I get the whole vertigo sensation where it's just like. Kind of like so you. so let's talk about vertigo. Yeah. Because you I'm not saying you have it. You you I get it during you get it when you're rolling when you're rolling well, doing in four, the, four, in, the like in the warm-ups. Yeah. Like forward rolls or doing stuff. I don't half get rolls. it from forward rolls or backward rolls because I've been doing them for so long. But I get them from um half inversions rolls. and side rolls. Like high, yeah, half rolls. And then the full the full half Yeah. Rolls. Because not because I hissing? sorry. What? Oh, that's the pressure cooker. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, not because um, somebody's making rice. Gotcha. Not because I, I, I'm doing it just once, but because I'm doing it repetitively in one direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I could do half rolls all day back and forth. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like unwinding myself as I go. But right. then if I keep twisting, basically my noggin mm-hmm. over and over. So again, you, do you do the half roll or do you stop? At, you, you do because I can't remember if you do the half roll. I don't do any of those. I don't do half rolls or full rolls. Okay. I just do forward and backwards. That's it. I try to suffer through them, but then I get like super dizzy, yeah. and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing the next one. Right, and to be frank, but you, as long as you know how, one, I know how. Yeah, I know. I'm how. not gonna break my neck forward roll. The, the backwards are good, right? You said backwards, that? I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, backwards, I'm fine with too. It's mostly the forward ones that I get like super dizzy. And but like when I'm rolling, I'll invert. I'll invert when I'm rolling. Like I'll do inverted guard. I'll do you know the tornado guard. I'll do all. Oh, that I shit. don't get ver- rolling. I don't get vertigo. Granted, I'm also not inverted that much. Yeah. I th- I think me and Edgar have the same thing where if we're doing it constantly in one direction, it just kind of fucks us up. Yeah, past past. Uh, I literally get super dizzy. Like I have to yeah, like, hold on to the wall. Past guest of the podcast you had. 
Khan gets rude. He gets he gets dizzy too when he's rolling too. When yeah. he's rolling? When he does the warm up roll. Oh, warm up rolls. He doesn't yeah. do it. Yeah, I think a lot of people get that. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's. You don't. I, get I'm him? just. I don't get him. No, I don't get him. I'll get. I get like if. Here, here's 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 if you if you're going to there with Travin does team training in Atlanta, Ooh. and his mats are so long, mm-hmm. so I'll get them if I do forward roll the entire length of the mat. Forward almost yeah. really. For the entire that's length like of the four mat. times the length of dude, ours. it takes a you're, you're like you're rolling forward a lot, right? Well, I mean, backwards, I don't get it at all. Yeah, backwards and forwards, I I won't get that even if it's like super long mats, just because again, I've been doing it for mm-hmm. like literally half my life, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I think the lateral thing, like the side yeah. rolls, half rolls, full rolls, it's because as human beings, we're not used to going side to side. That's why a lot of people they'll get. Like yeah. a vertigo sensation right. from that. Yeah, Whereas in rolling, you'll backwards. do it once, maybe twice back to back, but you won't do it six times. Six times. Yeah, so I, I think that's that's the reason. But I don't know. I'm not mm. a doctor. Was that part of jabroni like behavior? No, it's oh, definitely. Yeah. Not. It's definitely. Not. I, I'm I'm always curious as to what how what what goes on with that stuff. Like so, so like I get I I'm curious because I I've been with people, friends and family who get fucking car sick. You know, I never understood that. It's I like, get car sick. You do? I get car sick if I'm not driving. Even no matter where, where you're sitting? No. I could be sitting in the back, front, all the way in the back, in the middle. Actually, I do get it if I'm having to read something. Yeah, I'm if I'm reading I've something, for sure. Negative. But that's that's only because when you're trying to focus on what you're reading, and it's moving, yeah. you're moving, so it's going like this. And so you have to focus on that. But um, I don't know why I get car sick. And it's kind of like hardwired into me. Whenever I'm not driving, I go to sleep. Like as soon as I get yeah. in the car, I'll go to sleep. I, I can't I can't go to sleep in the car. I can sometimes I'll go to sleep in the plane as, oh, I, in as plane? long as as long as I just am sitting down and like I say I'll sleep before, right maybe as soon as I sit down. But if but if we take off in the middle of the day, I'm not going to be in the air, so I have to sleep as soon as I, before we take off. I pass out of me. It doesn't matter. So you get you get air sick. I don't get air sick. I just can't sleep. Huh. Well, I get air sick. I get. I, did I've flown. I don't get. I've flown overseas and I can't sleep. Oh, I get that... the fucking worst jet lag because I can't sleep. That's terrible. Fourteen hours. Sorry yeah. for you. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, unless I unless I'm taking some heavy medication. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Not just melatonin, just some whatever I can. You know, some of that Roseanne gear. So, yeah. <laughs> some of that good good. So yeah, I can't do. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, but what was I gonna say? The other thing, talking about getting getting sick or how you feel, I'm always I'm also wondering about people because I don't I don't get I don't get sick from just eating anything like I I haven't gotten sick like I haven't been food poisoned but I, and food mm-hmm. poison aside right certain things don't make me feel like shit like I just I can eat so you know people just complain like oh I can't eat. Something. Something. Right. You're, lactose into- you're not lactose intolerant? Not at all. Are you lactose intolerant? I'm not allergic to no. anything. I'm not. So you guys are both lactose tolerant. Correct. Yeah, you can drink milk. I can yeah, drink okay. milk. I can drink milk. And I you can... know that's a mutation. That I The am, ability we... to drink milk? Yep. It's a mutation. Explain. Because uh, we as, obviously, we as, we as mammals, we're supposed to drink milk, but we're supposed to drink milk from, from our mom. own species. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, your mama. And, yeah, your mama. <laughs> from your mama. But... Um, basically 
in the old world when they started drinking like cow milk, goat milk, and all that shit, mm-hmm. that was a mutation because the, the ones that could do it were the ones that survived. Because the ones that couldn't, they basically, they, you know, they, yeah. they died off or they weren't chosen. Um, and so that became a mutation. That was a selected mutation that moved forward. That's why a lot of like, I guess, third world countries, yeah. people, they can't, like, I can't drink milk. There's not a lot of Asians that can drink milk because Asians, they just didn't drink milk. And so. But they can drink the heck out of some whiskey. Yeah. So it was a mutation. <laughs> um, and that's also another mutation, drinking alcohol. That was a mutation. You know, a lot of Asians, they can't process the alcohol because they don't have the correct enzyme to, mm-hmm. to consume it. But, um, yeah, going back to the so milk thing. Wait, what does that mean? So they don't get drunk as much or what is that? Well, they they get red. That's the whole Asian glow thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why they get red. They get hot. Right. That's actually why I'm getting hot now. You can probably see it in my face. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm red. Are you but, sweating uh, under your armpits? No. Okay. But, um, yeah, the milk thing <laughs> is a mutation because mm-hmm. certain people – Decided to start drinking milk for some fucking reason. Why? Did, why? You have no idea why that happened. Why they started drinking milk? No. Mm. Why it became a mutation? It's just because certain people, they evolved to yeah. start drinking it. Okay. And then, you know, they procreated. That's why a lot of white people, they can drink milk. Because yeah. it was more of a, a European, like Russian kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a mutation. I think like 70% of the world is lactose intolerant. It's the majority of people, yeah. Mainly because the majority of people are Asian, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. That's that's. Just, is the know. gluten effect real? What is gluten like? Like a, gluten allergy? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it is. Thing. It's a real thing. Certain I don't think people, every yeah certain people certain people they can't digest gluten, mm-hmm. which I think is stupid because you have a lot of people going on like gluten free diets without needing to. Yeah, which is dumb because. Uh, it's, you're just not getting the proper nu- nutrition when you go gluten free because a lot of gluten heavy things like you know are nutrient bread, dense. Yeah, yeah, they're nutrient dense. Right. There's there are things you need. You know, if you if you don't you don't if you don't have a gluten allergy, there's no reason to go gluten free. Right. It's just right. it's not necessary. It's not going to change anything about your body structure. I mean, it might make you less bloated, mm-hmm. but that's really it. You know, and that you can correct that with other things. You know, so it's. I don't know. The, the whole diet thing is is just kind of kind of stupid to me. I get why they have it. Yeah. You know, there's certain people that need it. Like yeah. certain people, they might die if they eat too much gluten. Yeah. So, you know, makes sense. Right. Do you guys have any actual like food allergies though? I don't. I can eat. Do you, do you, other than lactose intolerant. I can't eat fruits. Any fruit? Um, I can eat non-flowered fruits. So apples, I can't. Apples, pears, plums, peaches. So anything, anything that originates from a, from a flower. Okay. Yeah, I can eat berries. I can eat melons. Oranges? Yeah, I can eat citrus. Okay. I can, I can eat those. But anything other than that, I'd like start choking. Sidebar, not an allergy, but Ahmed was there. We went to this Mexican restaurant after training at Rock Hill, and Jay ordered some dish with shrimp. I was about to talk about spicy food. Homeboy was sweating his life out. I'm going to tell you right now. He's sitting next to me, just full-blown. Well, it's required by law for him because he's Korean. He has to he has to eat spices. Dude, it's almost like it was a machismo thing for real. Yeah. yeah. It's required yeah. by law. Like David <laughs> yeah, Lee. So David you, Lee has to eat spices. I remember you, you and I and Jay went out to eat one time, and he got the spicy wings at some place, right? Yeah, he was and dying, he, dude. And he was dying. He, <laughs> and he, he, was, and he, had, he was trying to get you. Get us to he was pawning off and you were yeah you he were was trying okay to pawn it off you would you were going after I ate it him. yeah because he asked me he's like hey you want spicy I'm like yeah, I, yeah he, he, like, he does eat spicy but you can handle spicy yeah yeah but yeah. not 
I would but say I'm not that Hispanic. I don't think yeah. you do. I don't think you're willing to put yourself through pain just to just just to, to finish. Well, yeah, I like a certain. I like kick to my food. Yeah. Like I'll make anything spicy. Right. I'll make cereal spicy. But what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, at a, at a certain point, it's just like if if there's no flavor. Like you guys ever tried the B Dubs uh, Blazing Challenge? No, no. I did it. Okay. I don't like. Those it. Those are Buffalo Wild Ones. You're yeah, yeah, B-dubs. yeah. Oh. Come on, man. I, I like it. Keep up. All right, man. <laughs> you know, I, I can handle it, but I I don't like the flavor of it because there's no flavor. All you yeah. taste is capsaicin. You know, all it tastes is spicy. I like the mango habanero that they used to have, yeah. which is like right underneath it. Right. Because there's flavor. There's mango. The shit that he got. Not me. Did Jay. you taste it? No, I didn't taste it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Geiske said he didn't like it just because it was it was smoky. I or was that, that you? I yeah. Said, I, I, it's a, it was a really, really smoky spicy. Spicy. Like, but he was listen. It was like he was in his own sauna. Dude, he was. <laughs> he had sweat. sweat at the back of his neck. He had to get like three or four different napkins. To Dude, he was sweating sweat through his t-shirt. It yeah. was just. And then he took off his vest. I was like, you should have done that before you get them. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. That's, why it's he, a weird thing with um, especially like Asian men. I like, can't. You there's there's a certain like a machismo thing. Yeah, there's a competition internally. Okay. I had my carne asada tacos. Yeah, there's like a. Good. God, what's it called? Like you have to show your stuff. You have to show your guts. Yeah, the thing is, like nobody else was eating spicy that yeah. much. What know? I don't matter, say, man. Don't matter. Dude, my yeah. stepfather, he used to get. His, my mom would put out the plate of food, and then he'd have a little like cup or whatever with just jalapenos that had been sitting in some type of brine or vinegar or whatever. He'd grab a whole jalapeno, eat half of it, like chomp off half of it, grab his tortilla, fold it in half, eat half of that tortilla, start eating that, and then start eating his meal. And he'd finish his whole meal, like, piece by piece, and he'd have a whole cup of soda, and he'd wait to drink the soda at the end. And I'm like, yo, you could see some, like, little sweat bees or whatever. I'm like... Well, soda makes it worse. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't see... To me, that's not enjoyable. When when your mouth is already coated, it's already on fire, and then now you're starting to eat carne asada with pico de gallo and rice. And, like, those flavors on their own are fantastic. Why, like, start a fire in your mouth before you start eating it? They're... they're there is like reasons for like digestive reasons. No, like yeah. culturally, why they were doing that, right? So like you're 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 eating spicy in those those countries because it's hot as fuck, and you need to eat. Spicy. You're balancing out the temperature, like your internal temperature. No, so like like Jay was Jay was was perspiring, right? Yeah, that's the way your body cools. So like yeah. afterwards, he would sweat, and after he's done that, when he's done that. There's the coolness from the air, what have you. Yeah. Makes cools your body temperature down. Well, I have a question though. Was he suffering or was he just sweating? He no, was he was suffering. definitely suffering. He was definitely because he okay. started like in he the middle of the meal. Like, he was he was when, when he's suffering, he's pawning off. If he was he's pawning if he, off his he was pawning oh, okay. off his okay. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I know. Soon, he's like, no, no, you want some? Trash? I know what you're talking about. Two, two, two. Yeah, he did it to us at the yeah. Buffalo the Buffalo Wings place. He soon as as soon as he took two spot two two spoonfuls in. Yeah, because he he sweats a lot. He's like me. I sweat a lot too. I sweat a lot too, suffering. but I'm not going to sweat through. So I, I asked him, I was like, do you get five-star pad thai? He's like, it depends where. And he's it like, really if does. it's Americanized, I'll get the five-star. If it's true, like true yeah. pad thai, I'm like, no. Yeah, like, uh, you know DJ Thai up in uh, M. Noda? Yeah. Legit yeah. Thai place. I've, like, I've been there. there. You did yeah. not order five-stars. Yeah. No, yeah, my, my boy, every time we go over there, he's like, I always ask him for spicy food. He's like, you want it your spice or you want it like American spice? I'm like, uh, let's do American today. Yeah. I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, he's like you're spicy. Yeah, he's like you're spicy. Yeah. You like our spicy? You you kind of get. We went to that um, Viet Thai house. Yeah, you kind of got lit up there too. 
Dude, that shit was spicy though. You went to the one over that here, Pineville. That was Pineville? crazy. Yeah. He got he got lit up. So it's the first time oh. I went there. It's like um, via Thai house, right? Yeah. And so I, I got uh, I got like drunken noodles. Mm-hmm. And so like she asked me like how spicy you want it. I'm like, oh, let's do pretty spicy. Yes. Yeah. First time I've been there, it's probably my mistake. I should have been like. You just dove head first into three foot pool. Yeah, and so <laughs> I tasted it. And I was like, oh, it's not that spicy. So I added more spice. But when I added more spice, Ooh. it just made it worse. And so you I got like, the house spicy. Yeah, I sauce. got the house spicy. The house spicy sauce. And yeah. that, that wasn't like sriracha on the side. It, it was, was like the the powder. Yeah. And so I was like, I was actually dying. I was like, oh shit, maybe I should have tasted it more first. <laughs> yeah. That's like when you go to a Mexican place, and like, no, 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 I need the green sauce from the back. Yeah. No? You know what's funny? The lady actually came up to came up to us, and she's like, next time get it less spicy. She was, she was super sweet about it. By yeah. the way. Super like, sweet. Did she just see you dying in the? Because yeah, like, oh, he just he just forfeited his Asian man card. Dude. Yeah. She's, oh. Yeah. She, she's like, oh man. She gooned me. She man. literally was like, you are not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is a especially in Asian culture, there is a certain you gotta you gotta hold yourself up. Which Especially I, with drinking. What I'd wanted to... Have yeah. you guys seen... Well, you might have seen it. The Hot Ones show on YouTube. Yeah. Mm. You've seen it. Yeah. So I haven't seen it. I'd love to do that. He literally has the wings of death. There's 10 wings, 10 different sauces. And then obviously they progressively get hotter and he gives you like the Scoville level. And he's interviewing you and give you... Like he's done research on you. So he's asking you specific questions. Mm-hmm. And like you're having to answer the questions as like these wings are getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I've, I've seen that when... Um, it's hilarious. Oh, what's his name? Uh... Action Bronson. No, uh, was it Jimmy Fallon? He does that same shit. I don't know if Jimmy Fallon has done it. No, nah, he does a mild version, though. Well, the, the people are dying when they're doing it. I'm just telling you, like, this I watched, he had J.J. Watt on it. J.J. Watt was, like, literally about to die. <clears throat> the mega death sauce. Oof. My brother has that. You can buy it online. I don't know why my brother's been on a hot sauce kick, but he's been getting People just get on that shit. Yeah. You know, um, Eric at the gym is on that. He, all, he likes... Sauce? Oh man, he goes. Perkins? Yeah, he goes to you know those little those little hot sauce sh- stores that you get to see at the malls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he'll go in the, those places just to, just to sample and just to feel like the burn. So you know probably I know you know who he is, Action Bronson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was on that show on Hot Ones, mm-hmm. and he got to like wing six or seven, and he's like, "Bro, man, I'm so pissed at you." So I was like, "Why?" He's like, "You just blew my high." He's like, "I'm not even high anymore." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so high. You ever seen a uh, what's his name Eddie? Uh... The Asian guy, Eddie. Eddie Huang. Yeah, Eddie Huang. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he made a mistake of going all the way to the hot first. Yeah, it's, also, and, it's a very Asian-like mistake. Well, they, had, <laughs> they, they actually had to cancel it and postpone it yeah. because he, he got go, fucked up. Yeah, he got yeah. fucked up. Because he's also have, he also has IBS. Yeah. So oh, that's that was, right. <laughs> made it even worse. <laughs> See, I have, I have a similar issue. I don't have um, IBS, mm. but I have like a, an intestinal infection, mm-hmm. which requires me to eat bread. Or like some sort of like Carb? starchy oh. food Bread's every awesome, day, though. every day. Like I have to eat like pasta or rice or potatoes or something, which I love. Mm-hmm. But um, if I don't, I like literally have like water coming out of my asshole. Ooh. Sorry for the graphic picture, yeah. but it's okay. That's like legitimate concern, and so like I've had to eat less spicy stuff mm-hmm. just to protect myself, mm-hmm. just in case. Mm-hmm. So like if whenever I'm spicy, I like plan out the rest of my night. Mm-hmm to like eat bread so like if you go to my place pasta rice and bread are like everywhere <laughs> dude nothing beats really good bread sometimes man dude you ever had nature's own nature's own whole wheat yeah it's in the i have some in the in the that uh, shit is, pantry that shit is delicious <laughs> i take i eat a slice every night before i go to bed but like going to a restaurant like especially a nice italian restaurant Ooh. with some really nice 
baked bread, man. Dude, where's um Texas Day Brazil? Do you have a Texas Brazil here? Not no. here, but I've been there before. Or uh, Chima or whatever. Yeah, Chima, Chima uptown. Yeah. The Brazilian yeah. steakhouses. Yeah. They got the uh, cheese bread. Yeah, yeah those little like, cheese bread yeah, things. Yeah, dude, yeah, those things are good. You know what fucking franchise has um has some good ass bread? Ooh. There's two of them actually. If you say Carabas, nah. Olive Garden. Olive Garden's, <laughs> Olive Garden's got some good garlic bread seeds, but the uh, the Cheddar Bay biscuits over like Red Lobster are fire as fuck. They're so good. Dude, <laughs> you're on an good. island, bro. So they are pretty good, dude. No, hell no, those are good, dude. <laughs> go and, I used to go there when I was like, I was I was in college and I was working at, so they're owned by the same company, Olive Garden. Yeah, and, and Red, Red Lobster. Lobster. They're owned by the Darden Restaurant Company. And so I was, I was a cook at Olive Garden and we'd go and hang out at the Red Lobster afterwards and like, drink or whatever and there's uh i'll go high and i would fucking chow down on some cheddar bay biscuits man <laughs> dude i'll tell you what trader joe's like uh baguettes and ciabatta oh yeah those things are fucking good oh wait does, so, hey does the trader joe's we have a trader joe's uptown in charlotte does yeah. the trader joe's uptown in charlotte have a bakery right next to it too no the one in ray road has a bakery right next to it and it's like a trader joe's bakery i feel like it's owned by or the same somebody else Oh. No, I don't think so. I don't know. That'd They're, be a unique franchise. It's super, but there's it's always packed. It's always packed. People going in there buying bread. I like when we go to the butcher's market and they have those cheddar biscuits there. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Well, I love Trader Joe's, though. I love Trader Joe's as well, too. Yeah, man. It's, it's either Trader Joe's or Harris Theater or Costco. He gets Costco. I'm trying to get him to get a Costco card. He just, Dude, yeah, yeah get Costco. a Costco card, man. Yeah. It's hard to get a card. You know, like, sometimes you just need 35 eggs. <sighs> <laughs> or 48 rolls of toilet well, paper. Here's the thing. Do you eat a lot of eggs? Yeah. I okay. do eat a lot of eggs. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You can get non-perishables, like yeah. toilet paper, yeah. paper towels, lotion, body wash, all this yeah. shit you can get from Costco. Super cheap. All you got to do is pay 50 bucks. A year. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you get you get gas at a discount. Most you know? people see... What about, what about electronics? Would you ever buy electronics from there? Like a TV? Yeah. Yeah. A good deal? Yeah. Okay. Dude, their pizza's dank. This is the hard part. Is most people are like, when will I ever need a a liter of mayonnaise? It's like, eh, okay, you don't need a li- don't get a liter of mayonnaise. I we'll did. I tell you what, I do have. I, if you look on the counter, I have a <laughs> a Cholula have, sauce is like that, a liter. I have. I still have. Well, I still have huge things of li- Cholula and a huge thing of A one steak sauce, and then I also got like this biggest jar of pickles I could ever find. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. pickles. I do too. Pickles are great. You ever drink pickle juice? Yeah. I've taken pickle shots. Pickle back shots were good, <laughs> but man, yeah, yeah Costco, dude, it's perfect, man. You can get a whole rotisserie chicken for All right, five fuck bucks. It, I'll get a. Listen, okay. not you know what? You know what? Not, not only do you get your pet food from there. Uh, yes, you do. So, yeah. Maybe so not only there. that, they now shred it and, yeah. and shrink wrap. Not shrink wrap it. But, uh, not freeze dry it. Somebody help me out here. They put it in a package. Anyways. They pack it. Yeah, you can get the shredded rotisserie chicken. That way you don't have to take it off the bone. It's already off the bone, ready to go. I'm about to get some brisket from there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, for... uh... March 6th. March 6th. March 6th. Brisket time. I thought we were doing burgers. I think I'm going to We can do burgers, too. We can do burgers, too, but I think brisket... Just don't get, like, a human-sized brisket again. (laughs) Dude, I feel like if we get enough... We get enough... Yeah, maybe. I I told you what. You need some confirmation. I I invited Edgar and, like... Say I, I I originally there was just more people coming right some yeah. different couples non jujitsu related people. Oh man, we can't have that. <laughs> yeah, well no, this is <laughs> yeah. definitely just really. So he came over and we, we I, I got a brisket. Our mom. Yeah. So uh, this this right now what you're gonna say next 
you need to put him like on a pedestal because you know he's offended by what you said about somebody else's brisket tacos. So this this guy that we know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Jorge, who 100 Jorge, mm-hmm. hip hip Jorge, he is the, he's the pit master and the manager over at um, Q Shack Barbecue. Yeah. So um, so you don't question him on how to cook yeah. brisket. So he so I I bought the brisket. He also from a Costco. Him. And I dropped it off the night before at his house. Yeah. And he took it, smoked that shit at the Q Shack overnight. Mm-hmm. Came out just perfect. Just he just Had he the nailed ring. it. Ooh. Man, it was delicious, right? But I I I had too big of a brisket for the amount of people there. And we had some people drop off like they couldn't make it. Yeah. Some flakes. Yeah. He some, ate brisket some jabronis. And I yeah, gave jabronis. I gave brisket away as people left. Yeah, as people left. People would take brisket home. Dude, I ate brisket for a whole week. <laughs> and let me tell you, if you think that's he was really like, good, hey, you want to come over? Have some yeah. You no, mean, that's a lot of meat, dude. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. Literally, it was the size of my torso right. almost. I'm a pretty big guy, dude. I was I felt no matter how much water I drink, I always feel like I went to just went to sleep dehydrated as fuck. <laughs> 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 it was like no matter what. So, yeah, but Jorge smokes a mean mass brisket. He, he does a good job. He does a See, really good job. Yeah. Having worked in the culinary industry, I don't judge anyone by what they do mm-hmm. until I actually try it. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, I may, I may say something on the side, but, you know, I won't say anything to their face. But, like, man, if you, if, like, someone like Jorge, just, just being who he is, He's hundred percent. Like, yeah, percent. I'd be like, oh, man, this guy must make amazing food. Dude, he he him. He's a cool cool motherfucker. Period. You know, he's just a good dude. But he yeah. did take offense though. Then. He I'm did. Like, so I so I in my yeah, well, another, yeah, another man, another, never another challenged so, him. He, he, here's but this is this he didn't hear out why I said this, but a buddy of mine who was also there that night. He owns a, a butcher shop and a, and a, and a barbecue store kind of barbecue place in Spring Lake, North Carolina, which is out of, outside of Fayetteville. It's where like the, the, um, the Fort Bragg is Fort Bragg is. Yeah. He's a family owned place. He's been doing it for a while. He, he smokes his, he, he makes brisket and he, and he serves up these brisket tacos and it's delicious brisket. I ain't gonna lie. It's fucking good brisket. Really, really good brisket. What he does is he does serves up these brisket tacos with these. Um, Are you giving away secrets right now? No, but okay. he, he does this. He does a vinegar. I gotta get keep him keep him straight here. <laughs> he does a vinegar. Spoiler he does alert. a vinegar based coleslaw. Yeah, that's all he serves with it. It's not no pico, no nothing. It's just a vinegar based slaw that's covered on that's on top of the the brisket taco. So right? Carolina slaw. It's a Carolina mm-hmm. slaw, but it's it's a it's I think it's mostly just red cabbage or something like that. Um, yeah, Carolina slaw, dude. It's it's still it's to me when I had it, I thought this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life, and so I he he was talk he posted something about get your brisket tacos you know on Facebook or whatever the no, it's called Noble Meats yeah um and I saw it and I was like hey for anybody who wants to know this is the this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life I didn't say it's the best brisket or it's the best thing I've he ever said eaten. no he said it's the best brisket tacos. no no no, no. I said it's the best thing I've eaten. All right, I'll pull up the screenshot. I will tell you. I, 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 so, so if anybody should be offended, it shouldn't be Jorge. It should be my mother because she cooks really good food. Yeah. And I think that those brisket tacos are the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And the, it's it's not just the brisket that makes it. It's it's the slaw. Too. Yeah. It's the whole meal. It's the whole thing, man. And so so Jorge saw this after 
he brought over. And he, he, he felt challenged. Yeah. He, this is, this is, a well, week, not only we, that, this is a week after he brought the brisket over, we had a delicious meal. But uh-huh. that night, the night that he was taking the brisket with him, Ahmed had the audacity to ask the man, Hey, what temperature are you going to smoke it at? <laughs> and he's like, how he long challenges are you going to smoke it? Yeah, he's like asking these pointed questions. And I'm like, Ahmed, when's the last time you, you smoke a brisket? Dude, it? I was not asking any questions. I was like, when's the last time you smoked a, a, a brisket, Ahmed? And he's like, no, I just want to know. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this guy smokes brisket for a living on a daily basis. What a Come fuck. on. You don't, you don't challenge it, dude. dude. Yeah. You don't challenge it, man. It was such a fucking Come thing on. to ask. And I feel Listen. like, so he's I was like, so what is it, two? Two two hundred fifty, two hundred twenty-five. What are you doing? You know, like <laughs> I was just like, do not answer that question, Jorge. Let him like do whatever. I was like, that's what I can't take you to Guatemala if we're gonna be there and you're gonna ask somebody how to make tortillas. Oh, yeah. is that the right way to make them? So he saw the post and he was he wasn't offended, but he was. He was we were not, like, we're in the changing room. Troll me. We're he, in the changing saw. room at jujitsu, and literally he's like, oh, so you had good brisket tacos? I was like, oh, I need to get out of here quick. He definitely trolled hard. So anyway, so I'm like, I'm asking him, maybe he'll make a brisket again, but he's like, he's, he's like, like, it's going to no, take fuck, some, it's going it's to it's take more than that. Just yeah. to smoke a brisket <laughs> for you. Okay. I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. 100% worry, man. Yeah. He's, he's going to go 100% on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Knocked over. There you go. We're back in. So we were, we haven't talked about these fights coming up. We got some fights coming up this weekend, right? Yeah, dude. You know, there's, we're there's, talking UFC or we're talking boxing? UFC. You know both. Okay. UFC and, and the, the boxing ones this weekend too, right? Yeah. Wilder, Wilder Fury. Wilder, Wilder Fury. Fury too. Dude, that's right. going to be legit. Can let's we talk just about start that off? one first. All right. Let's start off on who you think is going to win. Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, I think Wilder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Wilder I think Wilder would eventually knock him out. He's, he's got more power. For yeah. sure. He's, he's, he's going to load up more. And always, I also think always, he's improved yeah, from he's, the previous he fight. He always know? beats guys the second like The second time? I mean, he's he beats them worse. They always show the fight. Is he undefeated? Uh no because that's a he tied with Fury the yeah, first aside, time aside from the is he, well ties don't really undefe- count he's, oh. he's still undefeated yeah I think so yeah I believe undefeated. so yeah so yeah. the guy I don't know what the guy's name is but he he's got a lot of dreads and he always like puts them together into one braid Shannon Briggs no that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the old <laughs> oh <damn. laughs> uh, um and that guy he fought the guy once knocked him out or knocked him down twice and so they they you know, called it a TKO. Yeah. And then he talked trash to him. He's like, you never do that again to me. You never do that. And then the second fight, like clearly knocked him out. Like homeboy went right through the ropes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Dude, there's, that's the thing. Like Wilder has this, this sort of like innate athleticism to him. That's different from, from other people. Yeah. Like you can be explosive and you can be like strong and yeah. fast or athletic or whatever. But then you have this sort of like fight IQ where it's just like in a rematch, you're even more dangerous. Right. Yeah. Like John Jones. And if, every time John Jones rematches someone, he, fucks he obliterates them in yeah. the second time. Yeah. Like Gustafson and, and Cormier, he just obliterates them. So question, would you, this will be a little diverted, but would you say that's potentially why Mayweather doesn't rematch guys that he obliterated the first time? No. Because like, for example, he won't go a second time with Canelo. He won't go a second time so with the, Maidana. The, the difference is, um, and this... I'm not. I'm not is dissing this, on Mayweather, but yeah. Mayweather pads his record for sure. Because once he beats some guy the first time, he's not going to fight him again because right. he knows that they're going to learn from from the last time. Right. That's right. Well, that's what I'm asking. But yes. not, you know, not everyone <laughs> does it in the way that Wilder, like John Jones, or or, or even um, what's his name, 
what's his name? Stipe. Mm-hmm. Stipe Miocic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one does it the way they do it, where they, they adapt in the fight, in the moment, and in the rematch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right. So, like, they, they adapt. But, like, Mayweather, yeah. he's just he's just good. You know, that's the, the thing. This is what I'll say is, for Mayweather, is he's catching these young guns, and they get celebrity shock to a certain extent, right? Yeah. I mean, there's some dudes that, like, stare him dead in the face, and they're super serious, and they stick to their game plan. But there is a point of, you know, celebrity shock in the ring, and then yeah, you're going into... Yeah, So, and he's getting them young. So... Yes, they might be undefeated for 15 fights, but he's undefeated for 30-some fights, right? And his Olympic and all the other well, fights. Well, he got, he got uh, Manny Pacquiao when he was old. Yeah, he got right. right. So that's one of the one of the biggest caveats. Like, hey, you got him. Was he, yeah, he, he, he pads his record. Yeah. He's, he's fighting legitimate guys, but he's just padding his record. That's and I think that's why he won't, like, for example, he won't fight Canelo again. One, because Canelo's, Canelo's now more crisp. Now. Yeah. He won't fight. He's on I that mean, Mexican he might, meat, dog. Who? That, whore, that uh, ovarine meat? He's on. He's on Jorge <laughs> sending him biscuit from here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they got the hookup. He's super strong. But no, yeah, I think uh, Wilder's gonna win just based off of of that unique kind of fight IQ. Yeah. Um, and, Although and, Fury already has the IQ when it comes to like skill set. Yeah, he's he's got the he's got the technique down. Yeah. This is this is like purely the athlete versus the technician yeah. kind of kind of situation. The ability to adapt real time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you got—I don't even know who else is on that card. On the know. boxing card, yeah, I don't the know. boxing card. That's just only that fight. It's so always that. So, so my question to you is: card. Is he gonna knock him out, or is he gonna go twelve? I think he's gonna knock him out. I think if it, I think if he doesn't knock him out, he's gonna lose. I think I think it'll go to distance. You think so? I think if he does, I think it'll go to distance, or it'll go to a late knockout, like a like a nine or a ten. If he, if it goes to distance, he's gonna lose, guys. There's no way. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because he just—he's not that type of—he's not a point boxer. Mm-hmm. He's not a point boxer. Yeah, but it's—it's it's not. I mean, I—I I think he's just gonna do more damage, and over time, Fury's just gonna slow down. Me. This is what I say: is That's what those saying. the first knockdown was good. The second one, when Homeboy went to sleep like Undertaker, his brain rattled. Oh, he knocked him down twice. Yeah, I didn't. I thought he only knocked him down one time. Nope, knocked him down twice. But the the two knockdown rule was not in effect. Hmm. But literally, he was eyes closed. I don't know if he was praying to whoever he prays to, but because yeah. he, he's he's a gypsy, isn't he? Yeah. Fury. So yeah. I, he was out. And then as soon as he heard five, eyes opened up, sat up, six, got up, seven, checked the gloves, ran to the corner, eight, good to go. And I'm like, nah. You got like that a brain was rattled. Or like a, huh? You got up like a zombie. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I think there's going to be some, I'm, maybe there's not cobwebs. Maybe he's slept in a hyperbaric chamber to get everything back. I but mean, that yeah, definitely I, plays a role. I think it's going to be a late, a late knockout. I got it's, a question. It's going to be damaged over time. I got a question about a fight that's coming up. You're going to lose. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, I would lose. <laughs> um, Dorino and Damian Maya. Oh, Dorino. They're not same size though, isn't Damian Maya's significantly bigger? Yeah, they're MMA? fighting. They're fighting welterweight because weight wise, they're welter. Oh, MMA. Oh, okay. It's no, MMA. This is MMA fight because the UFC. It's in Brazil. So MMA, I think Dorino has faster twitch muscle, and he also has better stand up. Better stand up. Uh, Damian's jitsu is gonna. Put, I mean, Dorino's top notch jujitsu, but I feel like Damian has more experience there. 
Yeah, he's got plenty of experience. I feel like people sleep on during his jiu-jitsu. Like, they just forget how good of a jiu-jitsu Didn't he just lose to somebody recently? In jiu-jitsu? In Nogi, yeah. Because MMA is pretty much Nogi. He lost in Gi to Tommy Lane. Well, I wouldn't say it's Nogi. It's a completely different grappling style. Right, because you got the gloves and... Yeah. Yeah. I I think Damian Myers certainly adapted. I mean, if it goes to the ground, it's Damian Myers' game. You think so? I think so. Because... Have you not seen Arte Swap? Well, well, I just, well I Maya, just, Maya, I just have seen Dorino. Dorino's level of jiu-jitsu isn't, isn't... He's also biased, though. But here's the thing. Maya's <laughs> jiu-jitsu is yeah. MMA. He spent more time doing MMA MMA grappling that, than he spent that, anything else. That I'll give you. So he's he's more no, experienced in that realm. He it's knows sure. <laughs> how to link the punches in. He knows how to yeah. link the reactions in. So if he gets hit, he's not going to have that kind of like, oh, shit, I'm getting hit. Yeah. He's just going to be like, eh. He's I'm also lankier, too, though. Does, doesn't he have a longer reach? Yeah, I but I mean, we say he, like Doreen is more explosive and he's probably like he has more passes that he can do and things like that. He, it, like Doreen is not going to be on the ground. He's not going to be on, yeah. he's not going to be on the bottom. You're just going to be a stay and bang? You if, if he if he if he if he does anything, he takes him down. He, I think he stands and bangs with him a little bit and then he tries to take him down towards the latter rounds. Damien's guard is not something to play yeah, with. It's, I'm it's not, not saying, but I, I but Doreen is passing. If, if I were to tell you pure. Pure jujitsu, like say ADCC match. Durino's Nogi passing, you say? Durino's Durino's a Nogi world champion, two time, two time Norway. Yeah, world I think Durino's gonna win in in jujitsu and like whatever realm it is, like Nogi, Gi, maybe not Gi, but um, yeah, if it's just jujitsu, then yeah, he's, he would he's, he, has a, he has a better chance. He would beat him in Gi, but he has to do. I don't know. I I, I feel like if he goes to the ground, he's got to do it more kind of pensively. You know what I mean? Kind of like a, a almost GSP style where it's just, I'm going to take you down, slap you a couple of times. Maybe I'll let you up. Yeah. It'll be, I think it's probably, I think it's a more intriguing fight that I'm interested in. I haven't been interested in like UFC fight in a while. And that's one of them. Dude, you could beat Ferguson, man. That one for Ooh. sure. Fuck yeah. I'm definitely interested in that fight. Who you, who you got? I'm going to go Khabib till he loses. Khabib? I'm going to go Khabib. How do you how do you think he's going to win though? I think that he he is going to. Um, I think he's going to win decision. I think he's going to win decision. I think he, I think he's just going to, and I think he's it's going to be close. I think the rounds are going to be close, but I think he's going to take him down. You think so? Him. I think we'll take him down. And well, I think he's, I think, he's I, of course going to take him down. You think Khabib will take down Ferguson? Yeah, and I, yeah. but the thing about Ferguson, I'm, Ferguson's extremely comfortable on his back in MMA. Yeah, extremely comfortable. He's comfortable in guard. He's super comfortable. But the thing is, we've never seen Khabib not pass guard or just end up in guard in the first place. Because his takedowns are designed to get him to either half, which he loves, or side. Yeah. And so I think Khabib is going to grind out a really easy decision. I I think that the problem is I I don't think Ferguson has the power— to patent the knockout power to Connor, Connor, no matter what you want to say, Connor can knock you out at any moment. Yeah. And he, there's a one time he clipped Khabib in that fight. And, and I'm saying, so, so if, if Ferguson is, Ferguson is awesome. Sorry. Ferguson is awesome at like, you know, keeping the fight going. He's got a great cardio, whatever. And he's got, he's going to, he's going to land punches, but dude, I don't know if he gets taken down. I, is it a five round? Five round. Yeah, it's a championship. I've got Khabib division. Khabib 
fourth round ground and pound TKO. So here's the thing: a lot of people are bringing in the variables because they've neither of them have fought anyone close to who they are. Yeah, like Khabib has never fought anyone with the kind of crazy b boy stance. Yeah, unpredictable <laughs> style, yeah. or with the ground game that that Tony has. Right. But Tony's never fought anyone with that kind of output, that kind of grappling game, and that kind of chin. Like you got to respect Khabib's chin. He's yeah. he's been hit by like guys like Michael Johnson, yeah. Poirier. Connor, that dude gets on top. He's like a lead blanket. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's the, that's the thing. I, I a lot of people say that like Tony's guard is gonna do some things. I think it's gonna get fucking slapped around like like nothing. Not yeah, only that, how much time have both of them had for a uh, for a camp? A long time, six yeah, plus months, time. right? Yeah. No, they've been yeah. preparing each other for like five years. Yeah. He's he's in California now. Could be when is when is the fight? Uh, April something. Shit, for real? Yeah, but it's about two months away. That's so far away. Yeah. But no, dude, like, I think the only way Tony wins is he has to knock him out. That's the only way you're going to beat Khabib. Because Khabib's ground game, top, bottom, anywhere, is unparalleled in MMA. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think even Maya could tap him out. I don't think anyone could tap him out. Like, you remember when Lesnar knocked out, uh, what's this guy's name? Frank Mir? Yeah. And he was just on him and just feeding him hand sandwiches. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, like At the thing point. is, Tony's Tony's ground game revolves around the guys having his head down. Right. Like, uh, what's his name? Lee, Venata. They all had their head down. When is when is the last time you've seen Khabib have his head down and not use it as a weapon? Because yeah. when his head is down, it's a weapon. Right. You know, it's it's providing pressure. Yeah. He's passing with it. He's taking the guy down with it. He's, you know, it's, I I just don't think there's any way to to get him. You know, like you have to like wear him down, which he just doesn't get worn down. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not a thing. What else is out there? Uh, This weekend, you got uh, Paul Felder. Hooker. Dan Hooker, yeah. That's going to be a banger. Oh, yeah. By the way. Get your popcorn ready. Do you want to hear about some, uh, some, some Charlotte gossip that I've heard? Oh. You got receipts? And I, got, I don't got I don't got receipts. I got I got people. Who so you got to say allegedly at first. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> Chris Rydman is thinking about opening up MMA school in Charlotte. Oh, where? Yeah, where? Where? where, where what do you mean where? First of all, there's like not like there's tons of different areas. Like Charlotte's a growing city. There you can. It is. Yeah. You can find any. Like, he could do it in South End, still make money. Yeah. Dude, he could do it in the airport area and still make money. Yeah, no, he could no, do it no, in no. Wildwoods and still make money. <laughs> I just, I think, I think, I think it'd be cool if, if he was able to do that. Where because then you have, you have a note, you know, a well-known, a well-known jujitsu school. Yeah, great, all-time great. I'm not saying Wyman's an all-time great, but he's a household name in MMA. Dude, he's yeah. he's legit. He's yeah. legit. Mm-hmm. He's one of the only guys where he's winning every fight until he loses. <laughs> <laughs> like. Legitimately, yeah, he went back to 185. By the way, yeah, he's fighting freaking Jack Hermanson. Who's that? The, the guy that mauled uh, Jacare. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a fun fight. I don't know when that is, but um, yeah, middleweight fights too. And uh, Adesanya versus Romero. Ooh, do you oh like, yeah. Do you like? Uh, did you like? Do you like Israel Adesanya? I don't really know how I feel about him. Too. He's, he's a little cocky, but yeah. he's he's got a reason to be cocky. He's grown on me. Adesanya. Do you think he's going to beat Romero? No. No, really? I don't know. I don't know. Can he Listen, keep... if you want coffee on Saturday, you need to make the right choice here. Because <laughs> uh, Cuban. 
He's cute. <laughs> I do like I do like I do like Romero a lot. A Romero, lot. yeah. Romero's a fucking beast. Yeah. You going where are you going? But he gets a lot of flack for the whole like, hey, you sat an extra five seconds. When did you, you hear him explain that? that whole... I did, but I don't recall everything. Basically he was saying that like because Kennedy um stunned him by holding his glove and then punching him while he was trying to get away. Yeah. Which is illegal. You can't hold the glove the way he did. Um he should he, be allowed. No, well, his corner felt like he sh- he should get more time, which in So he should have got the like nutshot time. Yeah. Okay. He should have gotten the nutshot time. He should have gotten the time. Or like the or the where you I get poke. I poke. Yeah, the like I poke thing. The grounded, the, the grounded knee or whatever. Oh, the blood yeah, yeah. time kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He should have. He felt like he should have gotten that. Which I mean, it's yeah, still but that's like the NBA. If they don't call the foul, they don't call the foul. You got to yeah. keep playing. Yeah, it's still controversial, but yeah. um, yeah, I mean, that's gonna be a fun fight. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent fight. I think if Adesanya keeps the distance, he has a higher chance of knocking him out. Dude, if I he mean, can't keep the distance. The thing is, man, third round Romero. Ooh. That's a oh. that's a scary thing. He does get gassed though, doesn't he? Yeah, but the third round, he knocked oh, out yeah. Rockhold, Weidman, knocked down Whitaker in both fights in the third round. He, Did he uh, lose both of those? Whitaker one. The second one should have been a draw. Oh, okay, I'll be honest, that should have been a draw because for some reason they didn't count the third round as a ten eight. They counted yeah. it as a ten nine. But I mean, Whitaker was on on the back foot yeah. the entire time. Um, but yeah, like third round every single time Romero's come out and like, like he's fresh. Yeah. But then after that, he isn't fresh anymore. Did you hear again, during the Joe Rogan podcast, like how he explained, you know, the wrestling in Cuba and like, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. savages. Mm-hmm. I talked about that. There was the one that, did you hear the one where Mike Brown went to Cuba? Oh, wrestled? Yeah. That and was, all, like, that was, that was cool too. Mike Brown's awesome. I like Mike Brown a lot. He's a good coach. Yeah. His yeah. fighters coming up. No, not Mike Brown. What's no? Um, who's the guy? Matt Brown. Matt Brown. <laughs> Matt Brown. Okay. Matt Brown. Matt the, the immortal. He's the, the immortal. Immortal. Whatever. Yeah. He's the one with the tattoo. Yeah. Okay. He's he's a savage. He's yeah. A savage. For sure. He's one of those old school guys. He's the, in. Where's he from? The Cincinnati. Just bleed. Yeah. yeah oh, like I don't know about Cincinnati. The Just Bleed is. Yeah, he's just one of those Just Bleed guys. I don't know where he's from. Mm. He's like one of those. Uh, he's Diego he's Sanchez a, guys. Yeah, he's an Ace Franklin guy. Or. Oh, Rich Franklin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rich, yeah. Rich the go, uh, Franklin. Turn that off. I don't yeah. know what's beeping. Yeah. But yeah, man, there's a lot of fights coming up that I'm, I'm really excited for. You know what, what I'm really excited for? Which With uh, Ioana. Oh, Yang Jacek? Yeah, oh, fighting uh, probably chop Wei Lee. Up. <laughs> yeah, Ioana Champ. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. I think, I think Ioana's done. Really? I don't think she's going to come out of that. Because Wei Li's got some knockout power for her size. She's got some power. Is Nunes coming up yet or no? Nunes? Yeah. Um, I don't know who she's going to fight. That's the thing about women's MMA. It's, it's, it's Besides strawweight, it's just kind of dead in the water right now. Because like you got guys or you got girls like Chev. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Chev going to fight? Yeah. She's, she's scheduled to fight Calderwood, who's coming off of a... Uh, She's got like a one and one record right now. I mean, it's just it's those are empty divisions. Yeah, like women's women's MMA besides strawweight, it's just kind of dead. You know, where's who's, Cyborg who's fighting fight? now? Bellator. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I respect women. I respect them fighting. Mm-hmm. They're all savages, but yeah, they're fighting at like the regional level. 
you know, it just, I'll be honest, it's not worth watching. Besides There's not Strawway. many of them anyway at that. Strawways, but I don't, I don't like watching the WNBA. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a, it's, a, it's a regional thing, man. It's a regional. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the uh, R, uh, WRBA, you know. <laughs> it's weird, though, because what? I can I can watch women's jiu-jitsu. Oh, 100%. I can definitely watch women's jiu-jitsu. For sure. It's, they're good. They're fucking super technical. Yeah. They do some cool... But the thing about jiu-jitsu is the, the weight doesn't matter as much. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I could watch it like the same weights, so whatever. I don't care. Yeah, but the weight doesn't matter as much. Like you can have people go up and down in the weights; it doesn't really matter. Right. But then, in something like as intricate as MMA, yeah, weight plays a huge, huge role. Yeah. Huge right. role. Right. Right. That's why you have certain divisions be like barren wastelands, and other divisions they're like the most exciting thing ever. But then in jiu-jitsu, I mean, you could have every weight be exciting. Right. You know, it just all it takes is like two, three, maybe four guys. Yeah, I feel like the submissions in women's jujitsu are more savage because the women women are tend to be more flexible, and so I've seen watch watched IBJJF before. And so do you, they're definitely harder matches. They're harder. They they really have to crank the like, submissions to get the girls the girl to tap. Yeah, because they generally have more mobility in their joints. And so, like that, sometimes they'll crank to the point where, like, yo, that shit snap. Have you ever seen the one where Mikey Musumeki's sister's shoulder gets blown out? Oh yeah, I did see that. That was this is horrible. I told you about Megi, uh, Megumi, Megumi Fuji, right? You know Megumi Fuji? Mm-mm. She's like no. the original OG of women's MMA, but she was like an amazing jujitsu player. Her whole thing, like her her nickname is Megumi Toehold. Because she told everyone, <laughs> man, you talk about women's flexibility. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, there's a highlight reel of just her breaking, like, her mm. opponent's legs. It takes a second. Mm. It takes, like, there's one where she holds it for, like, 10, 20 seconds. And the only reason she lets go is because that thing is literally a limp noodle. Mm-hmm. Like, the girl is coming out crawling and the thing is just, like, literally her foot's, like, mm. over here. And her knee's, like, over here. And she's just dragging her leg across the Like mat. the homolo Patrick, uh... Oh, oh yeah. even worse, dude. Even worse. It's like that literally, was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Literally, like like this, like this. Oof. Just dragging across the mat, and the girl's not even screaming. She's just like, oh fuck. But I'm man, wondering, is it the, the adrenaline? It's got to be the adrenaline, right? That you're not feeling um, pain from. Probably. It's probably I mean, that, and there she's just a tough. Yeah. Tough, tough woman. Bitch. But yeah, that, that in that that match in particular, it just started. It was like in the first like twenty seconds, she locked in. She got an Iminari roll, locked it in, and it was and done. Done. Oof. But yeah, dude, yeah, you should watch her highlight reel if you want to learn yeah. how to toe hold. Just watch that's, her shit. <laughs> Megumi toe hold. You know who's good at toe holds? Who's visiting us right now? Is Anderson? Yeah, yeah, he's good at toe holds and knee bars. I'm just very happy. He that's like the new thing now, huh? That's like the new thing now. It's super, yeah. He they they're going from different. They're getting into different guard entries like. Well, they're getting it. They're doing it from fifty-fifty a lot, and then they'll get to like inverting from fifty-fifty, and they'll get to a knee bar, and then attack that far le- that that need the the the, the leg is trapped. Is trapped. Yeah. The one caveat though is I, this is my own opinion. You don't really see a lot of black belt top tier black belts in IBJF tapping the toeholds because they like, won't. The last one I vividly remember was Cobrinha and uh, I think it was Mario Hayes or somebody. And literally, or a Mendez brother, he literally. No, was he like, did it to. Uh, didn't that break? Bruno no, it didn't break. It did Bruno Frazada. Yeah, it didn't. No, break. you. Do you remember the one? I think we. I thought I watched it with you. The. Um, uh, 
when uh, Joe Grabarosha got subbed by Leandro Lowe in the Pan Am Finals. Absolutes. He took know. that ankle home. home. It was a toehold? It was a toehold. Took it home, bro. But see, look, we just named two, and one of them happened like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's just so memorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, aside from... The- oh, well, I mean, the thing with toeholds is it's it's hard to catch. Well, there's only not only that is like these dudes. Even when the when um, the purple belt Brazilians, remember when Jonas, Diego, Jonas, Jefferson, these guys from Italo, Cesar Costa, yeah, yeah I those that. dudes came every before every training. All they were doing was stretching their toes down, like legs straight, stretching their toes down towards the mat, pushing them down, having somebody come and push them down, so they'd get more flexibility, so the toe hole could you know you'd need more angle, and mm-hmm. you'd need to have it really tight in order to get it. Dude, you know where I catch in toe holds a lot, but I don't tap with them? Josh. Yeah. A, he, he, he ain't going to tap unless, he, unless you're going to break it. Yes. I've caught him. I've heard his yeah. brother literally say, Jarrett, to Jarrett, had him in a toe hold. You got to break it. Yeah. While he had him in the toe hold. He Not finally tapped when he was really put it on like he had to break Dude, it. Dude, I, I took that motherfucker's toe and tried to put it in his asshole, <laughs> and he still didn't tap. And I just let it go. I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I don't know yeah. why you're doing this when it's yeah. just training. Yeah. Like, and if you grab mine, I'm tapping immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing is, if you catch me, especially like higher belts, if you catch me in something, I'm going to tap. I'm going to tap like within a couple seconds. Like yeah. if I can't get out of I'm it, I'm not trying to feel the I'm pain. Done. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if I can't fight it off within the first two, three seconds, I'm just going to tap. Yeah. But like, dude, I don't get it. Like I get it in competition. Sure. When you're trying to win. Yeah. But like, man, like I'm not even a competitor. You don't need to be doing this with me. Right. I'm not trying to limp home. Exactly. Like <laughs> BJJ brown like behavior. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not not tapping. Not, not tapping. Son of a bitch. Number two, grabbing fingers. Oh, that's BJJ jabron behavior. One finger. You don't, man. Because I, I do that. I'll grab the whole hand like this. That ain't BJJ brown. But like, hold on, wait. So do you hold it, it the whole time? Do the you whole hold roll? it as as long as you can? No. Okay. See, no, we're sure. talking about holding it as long as you for the whole time. Or, but and I'm also talking about like go, people going for a choke, people going for a choke, and then and they'll grab your fingers. They'll grab two or three. Yeah, three is the minimum, or was it four? Four. I four. thought four. You, have to, you have to grab the whole hand. Yeah, okay. four, four, two or three. They'll grab two or three of them, and they'll just kind of rip away, right? Mm-hmm. And they let go, but yeah. it's just like, dude. I mean, one. Stop getting your back taken too. <laughs> like, pull pull the sleeve grip down. Just defend yeah. it in a certain defend way. it in a normal way. Right. You can put your hand there. Yeah, I totally understand that. Put your hand there. The finger thing always reminds me of the what is it? Building a champ or whatever that Lloyd Irving put on the Kumite. Yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, Vitor. What's his last name? Vitor Silvero. No, Vitor Vitor Silvero. Silvero versus Sean Roberts. John Combs. Or Sean Roberts. Sean Roberts. Sean Roberts. Yeah. And Sean Roberts was was in his guard, and every time Vitor was like, you know, trying to get a grip or something like that, he would grab the hands and he would grab all four fingers, mm-hmm. and immediately as soon as he grabbed like let's say the four fingers on his left hand, Vitor would just like smack slap the shit out of it. Yeah, smack the shit out of it, and then it would the Sean Roberts would grab the other hand, and he and then he stopped and he's like, you gonna keep doing that? He's like, yes. They did it two or three more times, and they looked up at the ref, and then he's like, he just tapped on his thigh. He's like, I tapped. And walked off. Vitor ta- walked off. So yeah, Sean talking over. shit. Yeah. He's like, you gonna grab hands, huh? You wanna grab hands? I never in my life, <laughs> never in my life had a role anybody does that. Never. I'm like, listen, but don't let something like that frustrate you to the point that like 
You give you up have on the to cash. Quit. You quit. Yeah. Like, man, see, here's the thing though. I get that frustration sometimes when people hold on to things a little yeah. too longer than necessary. Like, I won't name names, but there's people that hold Jay, position. Lasso. They're setting up the same. Well, Lasso, <laughs> Lasso is actually trying to do something. I know. <laughs> but there's people, there's certain people, no matter what belt they are, they will hold on for dear life like it's like it's actually going to help them. Lockdown? Lockdown can sometimes yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it frustrates me to no end when it's like, like I already passed your guard or I'm already in a better position. There's yeah. nothing this grip or this this position will do for you why are you holding on right and so i will get frustrated i'll get tilted but you know the better part of me will just be like all right i'm just gonna get up and walk away yeah you know like i've actually had to do that sometimes i just i just get up i get undressed and i just go home you know you left the gym i don't remember seeing you left the gym it was on a wednesday oh it was on a wednesday that's like drilling day you've been were you there yeah oh no i don't know if I was. he wasn't there Mm. um josh was leading class um and someone did something I really didn't like. I knew if I didn't have control, I would have just beat the shit out of him right mm-hmm. then and there. So I was just like, Josh, I'm done. I'm going to head home. It was like 830. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to go home. He's like, All right, I, I, it's cool. Yeah. He's like, I saw what happened. It's cool. Yeah. And so like, man, just some people like. The lockdown. And does, they don't learn. It does get annoying. They don't learn. They don't, they don't understand. Like I remember I literally tore my meniscus because someone wouldn't let go of the lockdown. Yeah. I'm just like. Really? That happened to you, that happened to you before? Yeah, at top. And I'm walking away limping, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Just, Dude, it's, ha- it's not doing anything for you. So, like, I understand if a- you use the lockdown to, like, bring the person closer, lift them up just so you can get a pummel, and then work, and then let it go and work from there. Yeah. But, like, if I'm just going to hang on and hug you and yeah, just if, keep if the lockdown. Like, if you're going to use your feet to hold on to my, my shin and then use your, your arms, hold on to my thigh, and just start ripping it. Yeah. Come on. Man, it's just, that's, not, that's not doing anything. Exactly. It's just so, like. And if you're listen, and if it's an actual match and you're down by points, you lo- you lost. Yeah, it's I'm just, okay with it. Doesn't make sense to you're me. Okay yeah. with what? When people have been locking down on me, I'm I start backing out and pushing down on their hip as hard as possible. Oh yeah, as hard as possible, and then they just like usually let go. But then it also tells me like they're just they're not willing to to like you're saying learn and play a different card. You know, um, they're just kind of stubborn with it. Yeah, they're just you just they're not willing to they're not willing to put themselves outside their comfort zone. Yeah, but like, even aside from lockdown, there's people that have like they'll play like lasso and like lapel and shit because that's like our mm-hmm. style. Yeah, no, I agree. And they'll hold on to lapel even though I'm already in like north south or mount. Yeah, like you're just I've actually told people you're just stretching my gi. Yeah, that's you've it. you've you've already gotten the points. Yeah. Well, not only that, you're adding pressure to you. And I'm the one doing the pressure. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember. I think I was rolling with um, You were there. But I can't remember who I was rolling with. They were literally just stretching my gi out. And I just stopped. And I'm like, well, look, you're not doing anything. You're just stretching my gi and you're making me mad. And they just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I, I dislike that. And I dislike when I, I get side control and they're just like. Hugging me super tight. Exactly, it's the same shit. You're not doing anything. <laughs> like, or they pull my gi over. Well, this is, isn't that isn't that just like not trying to get submitted? Yeah, that's the like panic. That's it. Like, I don't want to get submitted. That's the the Gracie the Gracie self defense <laughs> thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, see, like, if I keep listen, on bringing this. I've saw I've seen. So I've done this before. Where yes, you get you get side control. I feed your gi over, but then I feed my leg through your gi. So when you're trying to do a bread cutter, I'm then pushing with my leg to get you off of me. Now you can't 
put all your pressure down to yeah. finish a bread cutter. So if there's 30 seconds left, I'm going to survive those 30 seconds. You but know I'm what, not going to hug you for 30 seconds. You know what's interesting is, is also that kind of that kind of shit where like they're so you're like when you're past somebody's guard and they're playing that kind of self-defense type mentality or whatever, but they they glue their head. Oh yeah, they and you glue can't their like, head to the back of you them. can't feed it. Yeah, so like they're really, which is fine because you're giving me other things I can do, like knee on belly or give me, yeah. or, or give me like to pass the mound or something like that. But um, to me, I'm like, wow, that's so weird. Why would you even like? You're not even attempting to recover your guard. Yeah. Recently, what I've been doing is something I saw Kyle Tara do. Which is, if they do glue their head to the mat, you put your hand as deep as you can into the collar, right? And you go almost north-south, put your knee to the side of the head, and squeeze, and then that creates a blood choke, and you get a tap. Really? Yeah. Can you put show your, me tomorrow? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. You're reaching on the other side of the head with a lapel. Yeah. And then you slap your leg over, mm-hmm. and it's actually reinforcing so, yeah, your so you don't reinforcing need to your hand as the blood, as the Correct, blood yeah. choke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean... That's just the kind of shit I don't like, man. That's that's jabroni. Yeah, <laughs> it's just jabroni, that's jabroni like shit right there, man. Yeah, because again, all, all you're doing is one. Your neck is gonna tense up, and then tomorrow you're gonna be like, oh my. It's neck it's is. it's B J J J, and the other the extra J isn't a typo. It's just it's jabroni. Jabroni like raver. <laughs> uh, what time is it? Uh, sure, not much. Nine thirty. Oh, we've been going for about two and a half hours. Just flew by. Yeah. yeah, we can do it again sometime. Yeah, we can for mm-hmm. sure. Battle Buddies uh, episode there three. Episode three. This one was good. Had the Gomez on the third. You didn't. You didn't even say who Gomez was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we didn't get the intro. Yeah, yourself. we didn't even. Do, we <laughs> didn't even do intro because I was interested in this. Yeah, yeah. and then we. Just I was rolled. distracted. <laughs> yeah. That By the way, this tactic. is Edgar. <laughs> yeah. Edgy Gom. Edgy Gom. Edgar Gomez. You want to describe yes. yourself a little bit? Uh, you don't have to say where you work or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer not to. Yeah. Uh, Edgar Gomez, uh, been training for 14 plus years. Now, Black Butt, along, along with these two gentlemen, um, started out actually training at the Yamasaki Academy in uh, D.C. Really? And then moved to Charlotte. And Dude, Yamasaki training. is loaded. Yeah. And started training at uh, Alliance off of Montford Road. And then once I uh, the Jets pizza, <laughs> yeah, that thing was a dungeon. Uh, yeah. Then after that, uh, my instructor passed away, and so we, I started training with Jay, ever since then. But yeah, uh, I wanted to get you on to talk about your uh, seven summits thing. Oh yeah, so I mean, I'll I'll briefly touch on that, which will say which will save for another podcast. But um, my father in law has done the seven summits, so he's been to the tallest peak of. Every, each, every, of every mountain and every mountain on each continent. Wait, with yeah. the tallest mountain on each continent. There you go. Uh, he's actually done the eight summits. So there's two in Papua New Guinea that are really close. And so in the mountaineering community, they yeah. always say, "Which one did you do?" And he's like, "I did them both." It's mm-hmm. a little. I've got extra. both them bitches. So it, the the number of people that have done it gets gets smaller, 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 yeah. smaller. But um, yeah, I've gotten a chance to do one of them. So that was. I'll save the story for another podcast. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. Y'all know Med. Med's been on here like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> I've never self-invited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Awesome. We do it again. You guys want to go eat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do want to eat. Definitely. Where do you want to eat, though? Um, Nothing spicy. Well, it's 9.30. We already know. So or lactose and tolerant. So I don't know if Viet Thai House is open. We could eat that or we could do McCoy's. Ooh, I'm McCoy's. a fan of McCoy's. McCoy's. Is that a... Is that a 
barbecue spot. It's a really it's the, it's how the best, late is it open? Uh, it's open late. It's, it's for bikers, it's, so it's definitely. I don't know if you told you, but I don't like going to restaurants late. Oh, like right when they close, obviously. Right when yeah, they close. yeah, no, they're, they're open late. Because yeah. I've worked in restaurants where people do that. It is also Friday night, though. That's true. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Can yeah. I can I ask a quick question yeah. before we? What do you feel? How do you feel about tipping? Tipping? Mm-hmm. I tip. Like cows or no? Oh. <laughs> I tip. In the U.S., I'll tip. And in, in have you been to other countries where you don't? Yes. When you don't do it? No. So. I don't, in Europe, I've never been to Europe, but in Europe, um, it's customary not to tip or what? Yeah. You don't, you don't tip. And and, cer- I heard in certain countries it's starting to be kind of like, okay, but it's just okay. Just cause of Americans. Like I remember, tourists. I remember a buddy of mine telling me, cause he used to, he used to be a, um, a server in France mm-hmm. and he would say every time he's like, cause they can tell the difference between Americans and, and locals. Mm-hmm. So every time an American come in, everyone's fighting over the Americans because oh, the Americans tip. will tip on top of the right. on top of the bill right. when they're already getting paid. So in Europe, that's kind of like a it's like a whatever. If yeah. you want to tip, sure. But in Asia, if you tip, you're basically telling the the server that they did a poor job and they need to get more money because they're they're probably doing poor in life or they're really? doing poor in their job. Yeah. <laughs> My so jaw never, just dropped when he said, "I was like, yeah. <laughs> never tip in Japan, never yeah. tip in China, uh, never tip in." Next like, time you know, I have poor service, I'm gonna tip extra more and then extra, extra, and then I'm gonna write out the receipt, and be like, "Get your shit together, motherfucker." Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> seriously, there's there's a lot of like legit. Like I talked about unspoken rules. There's a lot of unspoken rules in, in Asian culture. Yeah, like there's a lot we can talk about in the in the next episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I tip here in the U.S. for sure. Yeah. I'll tip even if it's bad service. I'll tip because I I, I know unless I know the restaurant. And you I'll, also were in the service industry. Yes, right. right. I, I will tip. Yeah, I don't. I ask because of the the more of the when you're in different countries. I tip too. Like mm-hmm. and I, every, I know everybody here, it's tips. I've been to restaurants with you guys, but yeah, it's more about like when is it? You know, is it? Do we think also like in our and our like our culture of not. I'm not paying the service, the, the servers really well and just putting the onus on the customer is the right thing to do? Or is it because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I think that's the way for restaurants to make money because they don't have to, they're relying on their customers to pay their staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, do you think, sometimes, do you think that's wrong? So obviously they're going that's to That's definitely, I, think I feel depends. like that's a, there's well, a lot of variables. A topic for, there's enough. a lot of variables. I but know, uh, just, just, sorry, but geek. no, there's, we'll do that with the seven summits. Yeah, <laughs> but no, there's there's certain um, there's certain restaurants like Thai restaurants. They pay their they pay their uh, servers very well, mm-hmm. and so you know it's it's up to you whether you want to tip them or not. But you kind of have to ask them. I mean, it'll be really obvious if you're paying with a card and there's no line. Yeah, then you're like, all right, just paying what? Like at McDonald's, sure. at McDonald's, they have a tip line. Do, Shut the really? fuck up. do you tip at McDonald's? No. Hell no, right? Because they get paid well, minimum wage. Caveat. I did tip at McDonald's in Guatemala. But they also brought the food to my table. They brought yeah, sauces. Different. They you brought get service. Straws. Yeah. You get service. They were like, go sit down. And I was like, oh. But there is a tip line. Did they know you were American? They did know. No. Yeah, my grandmother, though, was with us. And I, I felt bad. I was like, do I, do I leave? Like, they're picking up my food as soon as I'm done eating. And I told my grandmother, I was like, oh, do I leave a tip? And she was like, just give me a five and walk out. I was like, all right. Yeah. See, Again, going back to the Asian thing, in the Philippines, if even if you're at like a mall cafeteria, you don't pick up after yourself. 
they'll pick up after you because like service is like paramount yeah like if you go on like asian airlines like japan air or like jin air they take care of you yeah like and if you tip them i want to do i want to do emirates one time before i i flew emirates you flew emirates but not like emirates emirates not like first class emirates yeah, I want to like do, you went to Everest. Yeah, I want to do like any of those. <laughs> or what's the what's the one that um, sponsors? It it had it had the air, airways. It had the airways. It's the I think it's the Kuwaiti one. Hmm. It looks they but they're the ones who sponsor like a couple different. The Qatar there. Airways is that? And Qatar is really oh. good too. Qatar all those all they're all just those, like yeah. they're just just well when I was getting on the you uh, the air air uh I was going on with my GoPro. She's like no video no video. I was like, oh. Okay, sorry. For real? <laughs> unless you're Casey Neistat. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Casey Neistat. Mm. You're getting over 3 million views on your video. Yeah, yeah. that's that's weird shit. I don't know why. I mean, it's, I it's good marketing. I mean, I turned it on after I sat down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you got, got nothing else, we can save it for the next time. You got you any go. shout outs? Uh, no, I'm, um, I'm not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter. Yeah, tweet, tweet about this episode. I will yeah, tweet. Put, post on your subject. Instagram. Um, no, but, you know, uh, we're as, as much, the only thing I want to say is be clear about is like as much as we, we kind of clown and joked about and talked about uh, BJJ Jabron like behavior, uh, we are absolutely more than more welcoming to people to come visit and have good, get a good training, push hard and have fun and joke around with anybody who wants to come visit. Top. Yep. And uh, that's it. I wanted to say something about that. I joke around a lot. I, did, I know you do. I'm I'm like a hundred percent by the bit, like I live and die by the bit. But like, if you want to be serious, I'll be serious. Right. So if you guys want to come train, come train at top. Yeah. Legit. Right. Or if you want to go somewhere else, I don't care. Yeah. Do whatever you want. If you're a Jabron, go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a bitch, you know, yeah. if you don't want to train hard, it's whatever. Bring a clinky. Um. Yeah, for sure. Please wash your shit. Take care of yourself. God damn. Cut your nails. <laughs> Fuck. Bring some breath mints. Holy uh. shit. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was uh, Edgar and Ahmed, two uh, jabronis. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck. <laughs>